1: Welcome everybody to the Poder Podcast. I am CJ and with me as always is my hetero life mate, Rico. What's going on, man?
0: Uh, I had an interesting week. I had a, I saw a movie and then I went, I went on a weird little camping trip. And well,
1: I- that's kind of apropos considering what we're going to be talking about tonight, but we'll get into that in a minute. But, right. um... And before you get into your stories, I think we we need to shout out some people and give some people some love. So, I think Absolutely. we need to go right off from the beginning here. Um if you're listening to this, then you have probably already heard Cinema Wars our adventure into the game show <laughs> format and um I want to give love to everybody that came on that episode. Of course, Stephanie, who's always been a part of the Potoskiew family, our newest Potoskiew family member, Mike, our logo designer. Um, as well as Sam Lemons, who's been on board since day one and, you know, gave us some extra music. So thank you to all those guys, but I also want to give a shout out to our contestants. So to Joe, uh, your boy for stepping in for me because. I couldn't host and be on the thing. Which, by the way, man, after having going back and edited, I need to fight. So we got to get like, Mike to come on and host it or something so I can fight with you. I got to do that.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I could not, tell you were itching to really fucking like be competitive in it.
1: Oh, yeah. And now it's not a shot at Joe. Joe did an amazing job stepping in and representing Potaskew. So great job to him. But I just want to get on board and do it. I was... It would have been fun to get a uh, get in and be a part of it. Um, and also um to Chris from the Dave's, and also Octopus K Man OC. That dude's funny as a motherfucker. I mean, everybody was great, but that guy, we'd never talked to him before, and he was he was entertaining as shit.
0: And he was a good sport. I mean, I I feel like I kind of called him the clone of Ryan Johnson a little too much, nah, but I, he he was it. a good sport and and. And, uh, and he threw some jokes back at me about like my whole like clone theory thing he just yeah. threw that out there. Yeah. So it was he's a good dude.
1: Um I think and I think Broom I think Broomboy and Wilson is going to be a an ongoing thing with Potescu from now on. I think that's a permanent thing in our lexicon.
0: Yeah. Broomboy and Wilson can get it do <laughs> I I that when i'm drinking you. water man i'm gonna yes. destroy the equipment be able it wasn't scotch this time
1: yeah a whiskey um yeah um, the, the other thing i want to say real quick about about oc though is he um and i don't think i was aware of it at the time we did the recording but he's a very accomplished artist and so if you go on to instagram and look for Octopus caveman. he has pictures of his art and it's really good stuff. Um, he, he I'm trying to buy a piece to be honest with you. I just don't have the funds right now, but
0: I' think if I had the funds, I'd commission him to like do something for us.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I'd be curious to see if maybe he he like take his twist on our logo. Like I'd like to see. Yeah, if his, that's what yeah. I that's
0: what I was thinking.
1: Um but either way, yep. he he's a very accomplished artist. The other thing that he has going on, I don't think I shared this with you yet, Rico, is he also has like seven albums on iTunes. He does like this blues jazz thing. Um his latest album, Karen, is available on iTunes. So if you go to iTunes and search Octopus Caveman, you'll see it. It will come up. So um, this is a renaissance, man, for sure. And uh, Yes, he is. I, uh, not that everyone else isn't doing their own thing, because, man, Chris is talented, too. Like Everybody's doing their thing. I got people hitting me up because of our logo, trying to get Mike to do stuff for them. So I think we might be getting that'd, Mike some work.
0: That'd be great. The best thing we can... Look, even if we don't fucking make it, as long as we can <laughs> make someone else some money... Yeah. and they can pay us like a finder's fee, I'd be happy with that. Absolutely.
1: So even if they don't pay, um, f- pay us a finder's fee, but still. So just left all no, those guys. No, stay-
0: bullshit. I got right to pay, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, thanks to everybody who participated in Cinema Wars. I hope everybody in- who's listened to it has enjoyed it. Um, It took a lot of- Blood, sweat, and tears. I you know what? I owe you a thank you too, Rico. This has been my baby from the beginning. Like I'm the one that pitched mm. it to you. It's something that I've been passionate about since I came up with the idea, and and you you ran with it from jump. So I really appreciate that too.
0: I, I will give you credit. I could not have sat there and not been itching to fucking argue. <laughs> like you did a really good job. And you, you know, you were unbiased. You You know, you you chose the better argument and for and ultimately you lost, but ultimately we won.
1: Tell people that they may not have listened yet.
0: Well, then you can edit this whole thing
1: out. (laughs) No, we'll leave it in. It's fine. If you if you're listening out of order like Rico does with everything that he watches, um, then that'll be that'll be fine. Um.
0: All right. (laughs) But uh, as long as we're thanking people, I do have to actually issue out an apology. Oh, what did we do? Well, you will. You did by proxy. You did by association, but you also didn't know. Okay. you were the getaway driver who didn't know what like that we were robbing a bank. Oh, good! I um, robbed the bank. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, get in the car, let's go. What the fuck would you do? Let's go. Uh <laughs> GPS, where are we going? Um, <laughs> so I, one of my, one of my loyal fans, um. Is named Ricardo for Rico's rants, and and he he did say like, hey, I like the podcast, but it doesn't hold a candle to Rico's rants. Well, okay, he sort of gave us like a backhand compliment. I also don't think he's listened consistently. He's not listening to podcast. He well, because I think my the rants are you know it's it's about a very specific subject, and it's never going two hours. As much as I talk, it's never going two fucking hours. Yeah, right.
1: Well, and that, and, and, you know, some people are more visual than audio, and that's a visual medium, and this is an audio medium. So, hey, whatever he prefers, more power to him.
0: But throughout the fucking time that you and I have been recording, and I've mentioned him, I have, uh, uh, stupidly assumed that he lived in Amsterdam because I know he he lives in that that. area. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, when I, I told him, I dropped him a line. I'm like, hey, man, we talk about you from time to time. And I said, oh, yeah, I got this, you know, fan, a good buddy of mine who lives in Amsterdam. And he flipped the fuck out. Oh, really? Yeah. And he said, Amsterdam? Fuck Amsterdam. I don't live in Amsterdam. He's like, how would you feel if I know you came from Oakland? I said, you lived in L.A. And I'm like, I mean, all right, dude, I'm so sorry. I fucked up. I didn't mean to. I mean, I just kept apologizing, and he went on this whole like this this thing. And he's just like, I am not like. And he said, "Okay, I'm from Arnhem. I, I'm sure I'm butchering. It's Arnhem, uh, which is the filming location and the setting for the Sean Connery movie A Bridge Too Far. Okay, so like Michael Caine's in it, Sean Connery's in it, and it has some like pseudo royalty. Um, fucking." Oh god. Now uh Audrey Hepburn was born there. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So like it I, I uh, Ricardo, I officially apologize on the air. Uh but you know you you you're absolutely right. We fucked up where you're from and now we will never discuss this again.
1: Well Technically, Rico fucked up. I just fucked up uh, by proxy. So that's um, what I'm
0: saying. You were the <laughs> shitty getaway driver, and I fucking robbed the bank. I am apol. I apologize.
1: All joking aside, yeah, Ricardo. Seriously, I mean, I I've lived in areas where you know, if it say, if you said you're from one area and you were from others, it had been people out of shape. So I I know what that's like. So um, yes, I'll I'll second the apology, even though I wasn't aware we
0: were it, fucking. It, it is up. just. Kind of interesting to fight, like, because I've never heard of anybody ever saying fuck Amsterdam. And so, like, we found like the people that don't live in Amsterdam are like fuck Amsterdam. Fuck Amsterdam
1: yeah. Um, yeah. I was like,
0: really fuck Amsterdam? I thought it was like the world's Vegas. Like, it's what are you talking about? Yeah. It's like the no, devil's I, playground.
1: I thought Monaco was the world's Vegas, to be honest with you. Well, That's maybe not Vegas.
0: CC, I'm just fucking everything up. I don't yeah. even know where the fuck I am half the time. But, um, before I drop into my, my fucking weird story, uh, I saw Shazam. Oh, they do?
1: See, okay. Yeah. So I'm curious about this, cause I remember you posted something on face, on, uh, Twitter, and I was like, cause you, if, if I could speak for you for a minute, I think your words were, this is the, your favorite movie of the DCEU right now. And yes. I was like, oh. Cause, that's not saying a whole lot, especially considering the trailer looked horrid.
0: Yeah. Um, what I think I liked was that, and I'll, I'll try not to spoil it because it is pretty fresh, but there might be some very mild spoilers. Um, for the record, my brother, Joel, after I told him, I, I really liked it. He went and saw it and he said, this is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. I was, I really wanted to get up and walk out. And so it was so bad. And then I was like, well, what about this? And he's like, just didn't respond well at least
1: someone in the family has taste so that's good Um, uh, yeah
0: okay um look i'll be talking about my brother in this episode so you'll you may like have differing opinions of him (laughs) okay nothing nothing bad just be like oh okay okay um so first off zach levy is it it levi I i think it's
1: levi yeah levi
0: um he does a good job he it really, the movie really is big, meets Superman. That's really what it is.
1: I've heard that ex- someone else said that too. I forget where I heard it, but that, that's not the first time I've heard that description of that.
0: I mean, when I have a buddy who is a hardcore comic book fan, and also works at a movie theater. So when the movie was coming out, he saw it early, at, because he's the manager of a movie theater. And I. I, he said, oh my god, Shazam was actually pretty lit. And I said, can you compare it to a movie without spoiling anything so I can get an idea before I see it? He said, big. That's just big. I'm like,
1: okay. Is That's a good description, though? Big oh, as, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, so much so, there's a part, like you've seen the trailer where Shazam picks up a giant action figure of Batman, and it I guess the motion sensor. He moves it. He goes, all right, Batman. And he's like, get him, Batman. And throws the Batman action figure at a fucking villain. No,
1: I actually haven't seen that. So,
0: so there's a part where they're like, Mark strong is the big bad and he's, ch- and he's chasing after Shazam and they run through a mall and through the mall, they run through a toy store. There's literally a part where they are running on the floor. Piano.
1: Oh, like from the big. one from Big, yeah. Speaking of big real really quick, I can do this in like ten seconds, but did you see that they're doing a movie called Little? Yeah. And it's like an African American female? Yeah. yeah. I and it
0: It I looks just, good. It looks intriguing. It's um, interesting.
1: I just feel like this is a new and I don't want to get into a whole discussion. Maybe we need to and maybe we need to on a different episode, but like that seems to be a trend because they did the same thing with um Remember what that movie? What, yeah, with What Women want, but they changed it to something else, and it was an African-American female that could hear men... What Men Want. Was that what they were calling it? I can't remember. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So They just flipped the title, flipped the the whole thing, and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm
1: not finding fault with it. I'm just finding it to be an interesting trend that they seem to be doing lately. So, anyway, go ahead.
0: Uh, so, it was, it was good. What I was surprised by it was because it, the trailers and the poster look like a bright, colorful, fucking deadpool light kind of movie.
1: Oh, I wouldn't have been called a Deadpool. I would have... Well, I mean, I mean
0: like, that in the sense that he's, like, shot... He acts like a kid, in a sense, and Deadpool kind of acts like an immature teenager.
1: Which, hey, I'll let you finish, but remind me I have a very quick Ryan Reynolds point when you're done.
0: Okay. Um, There's some darkness in this movie. Like, when my when michael and i watched it there were kids getting freaked out and scared and like leaving really but, yeah there was a but, little girl behind us who started crying and left
1: cuz i think i saw on you said something not that specific but you said something
0: about it on twitter i said i little i would not recommend little kids go well, like and, unless they're like they've seen scary shit and they're handling it but like I told my brother, I said, I would not recommend you bring, like, the nephews, my nephews, your your sons, to see it because he, it looks bright and colorful, but it's like there's demons that are scary as fuck. They're, they kind of look like Venom, so you can understand how, like, a little kid going to see Venom might get scared. Sure. That's but the same I- thing.
1: If I saw correctly, Arlen jumped in and said that she took her kids and they were fine. So I guess it depends and on,
0: yeah. And, and I'm saying it depends on, like, the if any parents, like, if you, you know what your kids are going to be scared of, you have to be that gauge. But, like, there are some demons that will, like, literally, a head got bitten, off, like, a, like a demon bit a dude's head off. Hmm. Like kinda like Venom, but you actually saw like the ripping and right, right, right. spinning it out. There's a dude who gets thrown out of a fucking window at a building. Like honestly, there was a scene that reminded me of Dogma where Loki goes to the board meeting and just kind of taunts oh, and yeah, terrorizes yeah. people. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's yeah. a
0: scene like that. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um Mark Strong nails it as a villain. Like is, and Mark Strong is that actor who was in Kingsman. He, he looks like a bald British Andy Garcia. Is really
1: oh, I is. know who that is. Yeah, he's...
0: he's he was um, Sinestro.
1: He, he was Sinestro, but he's also the... Um, he's Lord Blackwell from Sherlock Holmes. That's where I know so him Sherlock, the most from. He,
0: he works a lot with Guy Ritchie. Like, he was in Revolver. And one of my favorite performances of him was in Rock and Rolla, which was like... Very similar to Snatch, which was also, they're all Guy Ritchie films. Um, he's, I've always just like been wowed by that guy. And he was also in Kick Ass, he played the, the heavy mob boss in the I've first Kick Ass.
1: Only seen it once, so I don't. Who am I?
0: Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I've never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming, captivating, a delight to watch. Casey Walker couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, only tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW.
1: Looking for a way to make quick cash? Making cash with DoorDash is super easy, guys. I love driving around my town, and now I can do that and get paid. Not to mention, the sign-up process was so easy. Download the DoorDash driver app today to get started. Don't remember too much about it, but yeah,
0: he—he's a strong actor and he's a strong villain. Um, I—I I had a love hate for you know. I, I think you might dig it because, not to say this is the first thing I think of when I think of you, but you are disabled.
1: Yeah, and there's the kid and- with the cane. I'm familiar. With, I'm familiar enough because. Um, did you ever see Justice oh. League War, the animated movie?
0: I don't think I've seen it fully. I think I saw clips. That's with uh, Darkseid, right?
1: It's with Darkseid, and it's kind of like yeah. the, the... It's like an origin story for the Justice League because they don't know each other leading up to that story in this in, okay. the, in the animated one, anyway. And Shazam is part of it. He's... Or... I think... Do they call him Shazam? I think they actually call him Captain Marvel in that movie because... They probably for a while, call him Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, which we've discussed that at length, so we're not going back into that. But, you know... And so I'm familiar that he has, that, you know, the, the kid portion of Shazam is, is a foster child and he's got, you know, the foster family and the one's got the, the, the cane or the crutch. Um. No, uh, to be honest with you, like it kind of hits me on two points because of the foster. Like I wasn't really in the foster system, but being adopted, I'd still. I was in the foster system, but it was only while paperwork was going through for the adoption, so it was just like a placeholder. <laughs> like I wasn't in the foster system like some of these other kids are. So I don't want to get in a whole political like. Right, thing, right, but right. Yeah. But,
0: and and a good chunk of the movie, which was not even featured in the trailer, was that he's looking for his mom. Okay. Like he's looking for his birth mom. And he is sort of immediately rejecting this foster family and the and the foster parents are super loving and like nice people supportive and nice people and they have their rules but they're not unreasonable. It's just like we all pitch in, we all do this shit. And how he Billy Batson is just like, No, you're not my family. I have a family, she's somewhere out there. And I don't want to ruin it, but like what happens is kind of predictable, but it's still kind of like oof. It hits you like you're you're kind of like, huh? I didn't. You it's you don't expect it from a superhero movie, for what the scene. I'm not saying, you know. You right, know what I'm right, right. It is bright. It is colorful. There is a great training montage of them testing all these powers and everything. And I think
1: you see some of that in um...
0: the trailer. Yeah, yeah. But it has in the back. The music that's playing is Queen, and it's um, okay. Don't stop me now. Oh, good song. Yeah. Yeah. It's th- I can't. I can't think of that song without thinking of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah,
1: I've never seen that, so I can't.
0: You really need to see Shaun of the Dead. It's not um, a scary zombie movie. It is. No, scary. it's a comedy,
1: right? It's like a. It's a parody, isn't it? Or it's a parody, but. Yeah.
0: It really like the what it is it, it is a romantic comedy that happens to be during the apocalypse
1: gotcha I the thing that intrigues me about Shazam and I and I will watch it when it comes to like cable or Netflix or one of those things you know um is the um fact that it takes place in Philly
0: yes that's the other thing so the entire time I'm watching I'm like fuck CJ needs to see this Philly (laughs) disabled adoption you really like I think it might hit a little bit more home than you realize.
1: Well, no, I'm sure those aspects will, to be honest with you, because like, and I don't want to go to a whole thing, but like I saw Man of Steel right after I found my adoptive mother and, or my biological mother, I should say, excuse me. And, you know, it's right after, you know, like you, you. Clark Kal-El finds the ship with his father and kinda gets to talk to his father, but not because it's like a computer generated whatever, but you know what I mean. Like
0: He's talking to the I- AI thing. Yeah.
1: That's kind of his essence though. So anyway, the point okay. being is it like so I you know, so that kinda hit home for me because of the time I saw it. So yeah, there's probably aspects of it, but like the overall just like I'll tell you, what loses it for me is I don't mind comedy in my comic book movies because, obviously, I love Deadpool, and that's nothing but. But it it looked kind of campy from the trailers, like too campy. And then the suit looked horrible. I don't like the the grown-up Shazam. Like, he just looks terrible to me.
0: The grown-up Shazam suit, because I think we're just like, ah, it's not Superman. Ah, it's not Batman. But that's what the suit looks like. That's, that is how the costume looks. I mean, if you're going for comic book accuracy, it looks like it.
1: No, I've, I've seen it. Like I said, I watched that animated one, but like he, it looks. When it comes to these live action comic book movies, like I'm not a fan of when they make them look overly muscular. Like, for example, Henry Cavill jacked the fuck up to be Superman. Now, I'm sure there was still some padding in the suit. I'm not going to get here to sit here and get all high and mighty, but he got jacked up to, to play Superman. So did Affleck.
0: As did, as did Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yeah. As did, as did Momoa. Did Momoa. And,
1: and to a lesser extent, Christian Bale. But I mean, like, even then... Yeah. Even then, he the suit they had him in didn't like overly pad him. Like it was pretty. I mean, it looked like armor, but it was still form fitting. If that makes any sense, you know. So like, I yeah. and the Shazam one looks like they just like he's like a you know thirteen year old girl with socks in her bra because she wants to be popular with the high school girls. You I know? mean, like, there
0: are there are no scenes of Zach Le- uh, Levy, Le- 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 Levi. whatever the fuck, yeah. Levi. There are no scenes of him shirtless showing off his physique, so it, there's definitely some padding, but it doesn't take you out of the story. Like, because it did in the
1: trailer, but maybe that's because of the tra- way the trailer's cut. But to me, it lost me. You
0: yeah. I mean, even when like I, I saw because I was curious, I'm like, "What is how muscular is this dude?" I looked it up, and he's just—he's an average not, guy. Yeah, he's, he's an not. average guy who bulked up, and but not to the Extremity yeah. of, of Affleck or fucking Momoa or Cavill. Right. Now there is a cameo. Oh yeah? Sort of. There is a cameo of a superhero, but you don't see the actor. Is it the bat? The bat symbol is in it. There's there's a there's a bat um a batarang. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. Do you want me to just tell you?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't mind. For our listeners, pause for like, or skip ahead for like five minutes and um, come um, back. Yeah.
0: So there's a whole sequence where the disabled kid, the fucking, uh, what well, I can I just don't remember what his fucking yeah, name no, is. No, it's fine. Go ahead.
1: But by the way, really um, quick, can I just say that kid, the get the actor, I've seen him and he was on a sitcom that didn't last very long. It didn't do very well. I loved it, but he was on a sitcom that I loved with. Um, he is it. Go ahead. With uh, John Larroquette and um, a guy oh, from Saturday wow. Night Live, and he—I forget what the thing was called. I have to look it up. But yeah, I like that kid a lot.
0: Well, he is the kid from It, the remake of It.
1: Oh, is he? Okay.
0: Yeah. And or he's one of the kids. He's he's the kid from It who's not the dude from Stranger Things. If that helps.
1: Well, yeah, I don't watch Stranger or Things, or, but like, I I know I think I know who the kid is anyway. So go ahead.
0: And he's also the nephew of Brian Grazer, who's like a big producer. He's the dude with like his hair always sticks straight up. And he works with Ron Howard. Like he's, anyways, his name is Jack Grazer Glazer. I can't remember the book. He kind of comes off annoying and kind of just weird. But then it makes perfect sense why he's kind of obnoxious and annoying and like this just needy, clingy friend. And then you, he has good growth in the movie. But part of it is, he gets bullied, and he's asking Billy Batson to become Shazam so that he can come to the school and show that he's friends with Shazam. Right? He's trying right. to use his popularity: one, to not be bullied; two, to be a little bit popular.
1: Kind of like, um, a little bit different, but kind of like when um, Peter Parker shows up at Liz's party and homecoming, and and they were going to have exactly
0: him do it. exactly the same thing.
1: Yeah. Um, real quick, that kid with the show that kid was in is called Me, Myself, and I. And it's about the same oh. character at different parts in his life. So John Cat pays him when he's, like, really old. And then the okay. guy from Saturday Night Live plays him when he's, like, you know, like, middle-aged. And then the kid plays him as a child in high school okay. or middle school. Anyway, it's a good sh- it was a good show. It got canceled, but whatever.
0: <laughs> All right, so here's the spoiler. At the end, he's sitting at his lunch. And Shazam walks in to set his table. Right. Shazam, not Billy Batson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with his tray. And he's like, Hey, I just want to, you know, sit with my friend and everybody, you know, just want to hang with my homie. This guy is awesome. He's telling the whole uh, auditorium. And then the, you know, the, the disabled kid is looking and all happy that, it, you know, he stepped in for him. And then he said, I also brought another friend and the camera pans and it's the body of Superman. Oh. Holding a lunch tray. And he stands next to the disabled kid. And the disabled kid hasn't looked yet. Freddie Friedman. Then looks, huh?
1: Freddie Friedman. So you can just use
0: him by name. Freddie. Freddie. Yeah. Freddie. Yeah. Freddie turns and looks. Looks up and just squoze, goes, ah! But you never see the, the head. It's It was Henry Cavill's body double or stunt double or something. Right, right, right. So they brought him in. So you never see Henry Cavill's head. Just this super body with the suit. It's exactly the suit holding a tray with a lunch on it. And then yeah. that's how it ends. We
1: should, we should reach out to Maddie Granger and see if he can confirm who that is. Cause I bet you he knows him cause he worked on man of
0: steel. Weirdly enough. When I posted my Twitter review of, of Shazam, yeah. I immediately got followed and liked by the guy who did the training for the Shazam movie. Oh, neat. And he's worked on other DC movies.
1: Neat. All right. Well, yeah. that's pretty cool. Rock you. Um, so for all I
0: know, it was that guy. Yeah, it could have been.
1: Um, all right. I knew And, what, and a, so oh, I, I
0: delved a little deeper, and I looked up, and Henry Cavill originally wanted to throw in that camera. He wanted to do it, but they had to uh, time, and and they actually thought it was even funnier for the fact they didn't show his face.
1: So, all right. So, on a scale of one to five fedoras, what would you give this thing?
0: One to five fedoras?
1: Why not? That's uh, your thing. Sure.
0: That's my that's my gauge. Um, yeah. Uh, well, instead of five stars, you get the point. Come on. Okay. If if one is never watch it, and five is go out and see it in theaters.
1: Five? No, five is like best movie I've ever seen.
0: One is never oh, watch this thing no, again. No, it's not. Definitely not the best movie I've ever seen so, yeah, it so is, you, it's a four. Then it's 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 um really. You know, that's it's still a, pretty high. It's still pretty, but you see, you're making it down to five. Like,
1: well, that's usually the scale. It's usually five stars. I just changed it to fedoras. We're not making this very okay, complicated. all right, yet. all right,
0: all right. It's three and a half. If Man of Steel is like, let's call Man of Steel a three.
1: Yeah.
0: Wonder Woman's a three and a half. Aquaman's a three and a half. Like we haven't gotten a five or our DCEU, then it's a is sh- Shazam is a three and a half.
1: Okay, Uh yeah. If you know, I'm not using fedoras, but I don't know what I would use. I'll have to figure out that later. Maybe handicap symbols, handicap symbols, maybe. Um. Yeah, crutches. <laughs> crutches. Fuck you. Um. <laughs> adoption maybe, papers. Adoption papers. Um, <laughs> I would, I would probably give it like not Shazam, but like like Man of Steel. Yeah, like, Man of Steel is still, like, three and a half, four. You know, like, none of them have been, you know, none of them have been blow, blow you out of the water. Aquaman's probably got the most for me. I would give that a four, probably. All right, no. well. Because I, I liked Aquaman a lot. Um, Anyway. I know you said you had a, you mentioned your brother Joel earlier and you said something, you had a story to tell. So I want to get into that. Cause we have a pretty big series we want to get into. And I don't want to be here until some ungodly hour. Cause Deb's hungry. I'm hungry. And right.
0: Yeah. All right. So my, my brother, Joel, who I actually asked if he'd ever come on the podcast and he said, sure. And I said, what would you want to talk about? He's like, whatever the fuck you guys talk about. Like, you know, you know, geeky fucking bullshit. I'll, I'll, really? I'll, you know, because
1: be, yeah. with, with, no, with no shit to your family, it seemed like they weren't very supportive of this when we
0: started. So I guess they've come um, around. I think they just thought of it as a hobby, personally. Yeah. I think they were just like, oh. And, but, I mean, when, I, when you and I had a business call, I was in the car with my brother, and it was kind of like, Yeah, I get to have my own business call, and I get to, you know, be yeah. I get to make (laughs) decisions because that's all Joel does is he is constantly being called and being like, "Yes, I approve this. No, I don't approve this." Right, right, right. Why would you do that? Joel is the boss, and Joel is, you know, has that authority, and he's also very reasonable and very easygoing. And so, I was sort of I was bragging about the podcast and being like, "Dude, we got like listeners and shit. Like, this is becoming a real thing." And he said, "I'm happy for you." Don't get a big head. Just make sure you know what your limit is. Make sure, sure. you realize, it. and it's he's just being a brother advice. You know, and he gave me financial advice on, on, on and whatnot. But I think he supports it. I think he just originally thought cool. it was a, a thing, and then so my brother hits me up and says, uh, "I want to sneak up to the land with you," uh, and I said, "Great." Uh, does Dad know? Is this a surprise? You said sneak up. What does that mean? Like, are we not telling Dad he's right. going to be up there? And he's like, no, no, no. Dad knows. Like, we could. I confirmed it with him. I made a plan with him. He'll be up there. We'll get up there. We'll come back the next day, in the morning.
1: I that's said, a big. Perfect. That's a long ride for an overnight trip,
0: isn't it? It's a two-hour drive if you don't stop.
1: That's not too bad. Okay. I, I thought it, it was something like four hours each direction, so.
0: Well, no. It took four hours for us to get there because I'll, I'll get to it. Well, so, that's
1: probably just traffic, but I'm saying.
0: No, it, because it gets three miles. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of twisty, turny mountain roads, and you can't go like 65 up on those. Okay. There's a lot of sharp turns. There's a lot of driving 25 miles an hour just to uh, get where you're going. Like, you're really close by, but it takes forever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I go to my brother's house. I wait for him. He was in the middle of the business meeting. He shows up. And the entire time, I'm calling my dad at the land, and he's not answering. I call his cell phone. He doesn't answer. Not that he would have reception up there anyways. The right. Nowhere. right. I call the house phone, and at his house in Oakland, doesn't answer. I'm thinking, okay, he's either there, and he's just out in the garden, or he's in route, and his phone is Disconnected, or or he, or he can't—it's no reception. But he's on his way there.
1: He also could have been asleep, taking a nap or something. We're gathered here today to
0: join Mike and Jill in holy matrimony. Chesterbrook Academy Preschool is here to help your child move forward academically, socially, and emotionally. You'll be amazed at the progress they'll make in our classrooms. They'll be ready for kindergarten and make lots of new friends in the process. So they'll be happy, and in turn, so will you. Contact us today to schedule an open house appointment starting at 10 a.m. on Saturday, January 22nd. Visit ChesterbrookAcademy.com to find a preschool near you. That's ChesterbrookAcademy.com possible but unlikely he's right. not that type of guy you know um, your dad better than i do <laughs> yeah yeah so um he and i joel picks me up we hit the road it's two o'clock not halfway on the freeway i said fuck it let me call dad again call the land no answer call the cell phone no answer call my dad at the house thinking he will never answer because he's not supposed to be there dad answers i'm like he's like hey what are you guys up to I'm like what, what are yous up to, motherfucker? What are you doing? Yeah, Are you getting on the road? He's like, for what? We're going to land. Who is? Me and Joel. Since when? And I'm like, and Joel's like, what the fuck? And he grabs the phone. He's like, dad, what are you doing? Like, it was <laughs> sort of, it was so bizarre to see the reversal of like, yeah. like, Parent and and son flipping, be like, "Yeah, why are you not doing what you said you were going to do?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad's argument was, "Oh, I forgot." And then I'm I went and did something else, and then I had plans that fucked up, and now I'm home. And Joel and I were like, "Okay, get in the car." You can still, <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Stop! Don't do." I was like, "Dad, are the Red Sox playing today?" Oh, yeah, the Red Sox. And like, don't watch the Red Sox if you sit down and look at your computer and start that fucking game, you will never get up here. And I said, don't drink any wine. Don't fucking watch any. Don't, don't do anything. Just pack your shit up, grab your dogs and get your ass in the car and meet us up here. The odds of Joel and I being at the land together when is is very rare because Joel has two kids and Joel's got a bunch of things to manage and, you have another brother, uh, too, right? Like, there's Joel, yeah, but it, yeah. Joel is a twin. And Alex, that's his name, is Alex is, has even less time now because he just had a new baby.
1: Okay, I knew one of them had, a like, a newborn, and I didn't remember which one. So, thank you clarifying. Go Alex,
0: ahead. Alex has a newborn. Alex has the girls. Joel's got the boys. Oh, dear God. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> so, so Dad said, all right, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll try and finagle some shit around, and I'll try and get up there. So now Joel and I are like, well, fuck it. We don't have to rush up there because he's not there. Right. So we said, fuck it. We'll just take our time. Joel and I saw the movie Hugo by Scorsese when it came out in theaters. I don't know that one. It's a little boy, and it's set in like France, and it's all about movies. And it's a, I, Personally, it's a boring fucking movie, but I need to rewatch it. There's a part in it when this little girl says, I want to have an adventure. And that just made Joel and I laugh our fucking ass off. every. So that's our inside joke between us. And ironically enough, Steph and I said the exact same thing. But like it not as – she's like genuine. I want to have an adventure. And Joel's like, I want to make fun of this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so, about right. Yeah. So we said, fuck it. Let's go have it at Ed Chat. So we still are making our way. And we stop and, like, have a slice of pizza at this bar that has pizza. And we have a beer. And then we're like, all right, that was fun. Let's get the fuck going. While we're at the pizza place, eating this Neapolitan-style slice. And Joel runs pizzerias. So he's, like, like critiquing it. He's like, it's sure. pretty good. Okay. But it needs to be like this. And he's just thinking, always thinking about what he could add to his restaurant to make it even better. than our Yeah. Well, it's kind of what I do with the podcast. <laughs> right. Um, and... He, I'm wearing a fucking I'm wearing my Ninja Turtles T-shirt and Joel's like Rico, you're eating a slice of pizza and you have a Ninja Turtles T-shirt. That's I need to take a fu-.
1: Perfect. Yeah.
0: And he's like I, I need to. T-. He's like Rico, I want you to look. I, I was like, do you want me to pose like hold it? And he's like, no, I want you to look off in the distance, and contemplate life for a Ninja Turtle. I'm like, what? So just do it. Just pose like that. So I just look off in the distance, like just thinking of life, as this pizza in front of me and my shirt has the fucking TMNT logo. Takes a photo of it, sends it to his his uh, best friend, Tony, who has like, he's always been like another brother to me, and he's always been very supportive. He he uh, follows us on, on Twitter. He follows the show. I don't know if he's listening, but he seems like he likes the show. Cool. And so Joel sent a photo of that to Tony. Tony's response was, Tell Rico I want a sticker of the podcast logo. Sweet. And I told Joel to tell him, well, which I'll just ultimately tell him, or I'm telling him now, Tony, if you want a podcast sticker, you gotta earn it. You gotta there come you go. on the po- You gotta come on this fucking show and earn your sticker.
1: Earn your sticker, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: yes. So then we make it up there, we get to the land, and it's like four hours Like it took. It was a four hour drive when it should have taken two hours, two and a half at the most. But we stopped. We stopped a couple times. Went grocery shopping and brought some food up. I could say this because my dad's never going to listen to it. (laughs) Joel did the unthinkable. He cooked steak at the house because my dad's a big advocate of no red meat in the house. Why? My dad's a big uh, animal rights like you know he doesn't he doesn't support killing uh, of you know, he doesn't support red meat. He doesn't eat personally red meat. He doesn't. He's never been a fan of it. He really is more leaning towards like chicken and 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 fish. If he so he's not a
1: vegetarian, meat. but he just stays away from red meat for whatever reason,
0: right? But for for health reasons as well as humane reasons, as just sure. his argument. So the fact that Joel's like, I'm gonna fucking cook you the best goddamn steak in your life. I'm like, okay, I've had some great steak. Bought these expensive steaks. And I'm like, Joel, you realize that you're the first person to ever cook steak in this house. He's like, fuck. Yes. And so we get up there. We're having fun. We're cooking our steak. Jo- Dad's not there. We're hoping that we're the longer we take, dad would have a chance to get up there. <sighs> Call dad. He's just like, oh, I don't feel like it. And that kind of ruined our mood. Like the fact that. Oh, he didn't they- even leave. He was still at the house. He never got out of his chair. He just Aww. sat there, watched the game, and kind of got a little drunk. He's like, ah, "I've been drinking." We're like, "Fuck you!" He did you exactly. Were supposed what to come we Told him not to do. Yeah, and he said, ah, "I'm tired." Like you, you could be tired and drunk up here with your sons. Yeah, right. Like we, we only. I mean, the fact is, my dad is eighty something years old. Eighty-one. He's eighty-one. Thank yeah. you. I only
1: know that because we said. We said happy birthday to him a while back, so.
0: Right, but so the the likelihood of getting these trips is getting fewer and fewer and fewer. So we're trying to make something special, and then, I mean, we understand that, you know, some people just forget plans, but the real thing was that he just never apologized. That hurt. That hurt both me and Joel. So we're getting there, Joel and I are just drinking beer and drinking wine, just, just like fuck it. Let's just have fun. Let's just be brothers. We've never we've never done this to two of us. Just the two of us together hanging out. Which is weird. It's like I, I had to reach almost 28 years old for us to like bond as adults. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm outside, I'm having a cigarette, and I there's this donkey and a mule that are so, that belong to someone else but they just walk together like they're just best buddies and they just roam the properties, the the neighboring properties and just walk up the trails and shit. So I've seen them come on our property many times. They don't bother us. We don't bother them. They're just, hey, you guys got some grass we can chew? So the donkey is walking up on the trail and I'm just sitting having a cigarette. I'm just watching this donkey, just old donkey walk up. My brother comes out and he sees the donkey and like, oh, my God, where where did you come from? And I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, this donkey comes around all the fucking time. Joel is just enamored with his donkey. We had bought a bunch of loaves of bread for to make sandwiches, and they were awful. So we're like, here, donkey, have some loaves of bread. Throwing, like, slices of it at him, and it's eating the bread, and we're making jokes. Like, I hope it's not fucking gluten-free donkey. Like, I hope, it, I hope it's okay with bread and shit. And as we're talking to this donkey, <laughs> I hear a crunch of gravel in the driveway. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look, hoping it's dad. It's a pickup truck. I'm like, who the fuck is in my driveway? We're in the middle of nowhere. We're not right. we're not getting mail. We're not getting house calls. This isn't there's no fucking Jehovah's Witnesses bothering us. Like who the <laughs> fuck is here? And it's it's the neighbor, but before we knew that, she started backing out. And I'm like, oh, someone came on the property and got caught. They didn't expect us here. But then she rolled out of the window like, hi, I'm, I'm your neighbor. I'm here to feed your cat. I guess you're here. I'm like, oh, thank you. So Joel goes over, starts talking to the neighbor. Donkey comes up behind him. And so Joel is just in between this truck and this donkey, not aware there's an eight-foot fucking donkey or whatever the fuck next to him. And the donkey just starts like trying to eat things out of his hand, and Joel's like, oh, here you go, donkey. The neighbor is like, oh, that's reggae. He's like, reggae? This donkey's name is reggae? Reggae Oh my god, I fucking love reggae music. You Emmys, I love you too. So Joel just discovered his fucking spirit animal. You know I'm gonna have to
1: play some Bob Marley under that part of the story now, right? Like, I gotta...
0: (laughs) Dude, on the drive there, Joel played nothing but reggae, which, like... uh, I'm, it's not really my music, but so, and Joel's driving, so he gets to pick. But then right. on the drive back, he played nothing but Grateful Dead. So I never want to hear reggae or Grateful Dead for like <laughs> a week. Yeah. Um, so that happens. Donkey kind of fucks off. Joel starts cooking, and we're cooking, and we're eating, and we're just drinking. We're like saying, fuck it. We didn't, we didn't, I didn't, neither of us got drunk, but we got right. a little loopy. You know? Sure. And we're sitting down, and we just finished there, and there's a cat up there. A black cat named Cleo, and that cat's old as shit, and she's the remainder. The, the remaining cats, we had three, and then just little by one by one, they just sort of died. And this is, and Cleo's all that's left. Cleo was all over me, just desperate for affection and attention, because she's alone not a lot of the time. And when there is someone up there, there's also two big German shepherds, so she's never like comfortable right. enough to. She's like, oh, my God, people, fuck, give me some attention. So Joel and I are eating dinner, and we're talking about dad. We're kind of like, "Ah, you know, it really sucks that he didn't come up. And so the mood is sort of shifting down and being a little bit like, "Eh, whatever, fuck, it's oh, well, oh, well, it sucks. And then all of a sudden we hear, ding, 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 ding. And we're like, what the fuck? We heard like, low keys of a piano. It just, all of a sudden, Joel and I looked at each other like, what the fuck? Do you when did this have, house become
1: haunted? Do you guys have a piano
0: there? Yeah, we had a keyboard that we completely fucking forgot about because oh. no one, had, no one's like, oh yeah, a keyboard. And the fucking cat is walking across the keyboard and scared the shit out of us. Yeah. And we turn we're just like, oh my god, there's a black cat on a piano. This... What the fuck? You just scared the shit out of us, and we just burst out laughing, just realized how stupid we were. Because we're in the middle of nowhere in the country, and all of a sudden, you never expect...
1: You're right. Absolutely.
0: Um, so it was a good time. We, uh, and then Joel told me so many fucking stories that like, I, I don't think I could actually say on the air but I would love to give him the chance to come on. And I, I, when he told me this story, I'm like Joel, if you ever come on, you've got to tell this fucked up story with slight go. modifications. Like you got to, like if you're comfortable saying it, we're comfortable airing it. But you've got to tell this fucking story. And Joel is Joel's Joel's got this, some of the best stories you'll. You've cool. never
1: heard. I'd like to pick his brain about business too, because you know I'm very business oriented in and of course yeah
0: i'd love to get him on man and i'd love to get tony wants on i'd love to give alex on i love there's a lot of interesting family members and friends i'm like fuck you have the story only you should tell it
1: as far as your family goes there's there's three like white whales for me right Uh one of one of which i think is going to be easy the other two not so much right so the I'll, i'll start with the easy one and that's maxwell I want Maxwell to come on. I think he seems... Really? Yeah, I think he seems like he'd be a fun dude to talk to. He took you to Babylon. He took you to the Q&A. I think it'd be fun to talk to him for a little bit. So that's that's one of them. And, and that's not really a white whale, because I think he would probably... Based on what you've told me about him, I think he'll jump on it. But that's, you know, um, neither here nor there. Your dad's the other one, because we tried for... Um, the St. Patrick's Day one and it, it right. fell through for reasons that are not negative they just did um and then the biggest one is Michael yeah <laughs> that's the that's the big one
0: Michael's opinion about it is like you know he just doesn't know what to say and I'm like yeah we we theorize and talk like movies we just talk
1: all the time. Sh- no, no, no. Let's be real. We just talk shit for like two hours. And sometimes it sounds intelligent and sometimes it's just talking shit. So, yeah. I mean, but that's what's fun about it. That's what I hope people enjoy about the show. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's I mean, you I- and I sitting around talking. Look, I will tell people right now, you and I are friends. We don't just talk for the show, we talk, you know occasionally throughout the week and right. when we talk it sounds like a pot of skew episode except the only difference is there are some subjects we won't discuss because they're too personal in nature and we're pretty open with our our fans we're not oh, pretty, yeah. but there are just some things that would maybe embarrass other people that we don't want to do, do that to those people and right. we talk about those things but outside of that like this is what we do <laughs> you know?
0: I mean, I've said more or less that same argument to Michael more than a dozen times.
1: Yeah. Look, and I'm not going to force his hand. If he
0: doesn't want to do no, it, we're not going to No, I'm going to try and force him. his hand. I've been, cool. for, I've been trying to get him on for – I've been trying to get him on Rico's rant. So – and that's yeah. never happened. Um, well,
1: some people are less comfortable with the visual aspect. At least with this, it's only his voice. But, you know. Uh,
0: well, ultimately, I think the biggest problem is Michael's got a crazy schedule where well, he that works. Yeah in the evenings and he works on the weekends. And the only day that he's available is like a Tuesday,
1: which is when difficult I work for me. You work. Yeah. So, um, the other thing that do, well, are you done with, I don't want to, I'm not trying to rush you, but are you done with your story? Cause I want to um, get onto the subject of the night so we can get, get rolling. Yeah,
0: I don't, I, I think that's basically the story. I, I don't, there was one, one more little funny thing was that, um, Every time the phone rang, we answered it as Ron's wolf den. <laughs> that's funny. that is funny and it's just every person who was calling for Ron or for us just cracked the fuck up. They're like, "Who is this?"'re like, you oh, see this that's that
1: sucks because on and I'll, I'll share with the 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 fans on your way up to the to the uh, land that day, um mm-hmm. I called you about something that we needed to discuss for the show that isn't worth discussing right now because it's not entertaining to anybody but us. But we had some business to discuss, and you sent me the number to the land just you know, in case I desperately needed to get a hold of you or, you know, God forbid, something ever happened to anybody right. and you needed to be aware of it. I almost wish I had called now because <laughs> I would like to have gotten that response. Um, that you should have. fun. Yeah.
0: Hey CJ, do you like comic books? Who doesn't? Well, we can now whore ourselves out for this comic book. Compete in a star whore. Can't we be both? Oh man, you're always a whore. Well, if I'm a whore, at least I'm a whore for this comic.
1: From Outlaws Comics,
0: that's Outlaws with a Z. Outlaws Comic, Kane, is now available at www.outlawscomics.com slash titles. Order your copy and email a screenshot of your receipt at sales at Remember, that's with a Z. In order for them to send you your issue.
1: Um, anyway, speaking of being out in the land and on the land, yeah. I think that's a nice transition to what we're going to talk about tonight.
0: The land before time.
1: Well, that's a, <laughs> maybe a better movie. Um, oh no, it's not. No, well, okay. Not better. I do like the land before time. That's got a thing for my childhood, I think. But yeah. Yup. Yup. Um, yup. But the same, the same concept in that the Jurassic park, World series, and I say it that way because some people will view it as two separate series. I think it's five movies, so so it kind of depends on how you want to look at it. Um, To me, it's It's five movies. Yeah, it's a saga. Um, i got to be honest with you. I've determined, and we'll get into the specifics, but the twos in the series all suck. The twos? Yeah, so Jurassic Park 2... Jurassic World 2, also known as the Lost World and the Fallen Kingdom. Right. S- suck. I thought they were terrible, honestly. The third one, not so much. I mean, the third one for the Jurassic Park 3 is is okay, but yeah. Um,
0: If I rank it, it's one for... Well, one uh, world,
1: right? So one world... One well,
0: yes, it's four. I mean, if we're okay. so yeah, one sure. four, two three five.
1: I'd go one four, three two five, probably. Yeah, I, I
0: knew yeah. you were gonna flip it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I almost would go with that because no, uh, I don't know. There's something about seeing a fucking T-Rex in San Diego that's still pretty.
1: Well, see, okay? And that's my problem. Like, all right, that's so. Here's here's what I'll say. I am gonna use coming off Cinema Wars, the Ryan Johnson argument, in that it, it looks beautiful. That shot of the T-Rex in San Diego, especially when you're seeing it, like, looking out into the bay or whatever, or the ocean, is a pretty cool fucking shot. You know, like, visually speaking, it's gorgeous to look at. But from a story perspective, every time they come off the island, I think it's dumb. I think that's really... You know, it, you lose me. Um, Like, is it off- just
0: running in the jungle more claustrophobic than a city? Is that what it is for you?
1: No, because
0: it's the, them being on the island is just constant imminent danger.
1: It's not just that, but it's more plausible to me. Like the the T Rex running around downtown San Diego is just so fucking far fetched. You know what it's I mean? It's Spielberg's
0: and- version of Godzilla. Really
1: no, I, I I get it, and, and it is Spielberg, and but let's let's look, let's we give a lot of love to um, the big names in 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 directing, like so your Lucas is your Spielberg's, and 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 rightfully, and you know Scorsese, you know all those guys, and 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 rightfully so, because most of the stuff they make is amazing, but that doesn't mean that all right. of them are great. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a huge fan of of American Graffiti and i know i re- there's, there's people to love that but i mean like that's not lucas's best film by a long I shot it was
0: boring it put me to sleep personally yeah
1: I, and i mean and and so like and spielberg's got some clunkers he's got some amazing things in like Schindler's list and you know you know e t to be fair and... his
0: clunkers are are very few you know what i mean no they
1: are but like ai's kind of a clunker i'm not a big fan yeah, of ai yeah um
0: yeah
1: and honestly we're not talking about AI tonight, so maybe if you want to get into a longer discussion, maybe we'll do it on another episode. But like, if he had just stuck to keeping it Kubrick's version, I think it would have been alright. But he came in and kind of Spielberg'd it, and it was originally a Stanley Kubrick film. So I think that's right. kind of where it falls apart for me. But, um, that, that aside, you're right, he doesn't have a lot of clunkers, but he's got them. You know, mm-hmm. and every and, and every director, to be fair, is gonna have a clunker. Like nobody's gonna hit a home run every fucking time. It just doesn't work that way.
0: But to be fair, some like what is considered a clunker or a bomb or a failure. Like perfect example is Hook. Hook did not perform great. Right. A lot of people did not give it critical acclaim. But like that was
1: Oh it's probably my, one of
0: my outside all- it's that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. It's, it's like one man's clunker is another is another kid's treasure.
1: Well, right, and so that's and that's kind of the point I was getting at. So I appreciate you saying that. Is like I was when I'm saying clunker, I'm not talking financially. I know, I know those movies right. all made just you know all the monies, but like you know it it doesn't mean that they're always that good. And they did decline. If I recall, three didn't do very well financially. Like I think it still made money. Like I don't think it lost, but it didn't.
0: But he right. Compare- but he but he didn't direct three.
1: No, but he was involved. He's definitely the executive producer because I remember it coming up. He's involved so. in all of
0: them, as far as I know. I yeah, I didn't
1: see his name on four. I'm not saying he's not involved. <laughs> I just didn't see it. Is he involved in World? Okay, I'm oh, not yeah. going to argue that because I'm not saying I don't know enough to be sure. Um, I. So, we could also use the Star Wars argument for these because, and not just Ryan Johnson. I mean Star Wars in general, in that. The argument has been said about The Force Awakens was basically redoing A New Hope, right? It was just kind of like doing The New Hope a second time with these newer characters or whatever. And I felt like Jurassic World was very similar to that as to, let's just kind of redo Jurassic Park. You know, the difference, though... To be fair, is it was very much aware of that and acknowledged that within the story itself that it was kind of rebooting what Jurassic Park was originally. So, whereas The well, there, Force Awakens was just like, you know, um, there here are, we are
0: some differences, though. like oh, for yeah. instance, Jurassic World, the park has been open for years. In which one? In Jurassic World.
1: Yes. Okay. No, I just. The- I- I thought you said Jurassic Park. It was open for years. I was like, no, but no, you're right. In World had been open for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And to the point where, like, people are bored of dinosaurs.
1: Well, here's the thing, though. So, and I think you're more versed in this series than I am. So, hopefully, you can mm-hmm. clarify this so without we don't have to. I,
0: I read the I read the first two books, so I yeah I don't
1: oh, yeah no. But this is more a question about World, though. Um, okay. but you might still be able to help clarify it. Um, first off, just in general, I want to make sure I'm saying this right. The original island is Isla Nubar, correct? Right? Is that, nub- am I right?
0: N- it's Nublar. Nubar, nublar.
1: Uh, nublar. Uh, yeah. I think nub- you're right. Yeah. Um, but I want to know, cause there's also an Isla like Rona or Sora. something. Th- Sorna. And then there's another one. There's a third one from the third, from
0: the third movie. No, there's, no, there's not. It's just the two. Um, uh,
1: I'm pretty sure it was there's three two. islands. two it's two okay well anyway the the point being is that there's multiple islands involved you know there's
0: site A and site B Jurassic, and I thought they ended L- up saying it was a third L- L- site I'll tell you what it is Jurassic Park and Jurassic World are site A
1: right so site that was okay.
0: So site B is Lost World and Jurassic Park 3
1: oh they're both on site B see to me it made it sound like it was a third island okay that's fine fair enough My, my point though, you brought it up when you said that park and world are site A. Okay, just, let's just do site A and site B. It's easier to say. Um, in, at the end of two, I want to say, they had declared both islands, like, off limits. Like. Right. Like quarantined essentially, because if in three and and spoilers, people like these movies have all been out long enough at this point. I'm sorry, I love you guys. You're all our fans. We love you, but come on. So yeah, they quarantined in the beginning. It's so much so that in the beginning of three, they have to sneak onto the island to find the kid that gets lost.
0: Yeah, if it you even remember. said like where it says the island, and then it said like off limits or something, or right. Restricted. So,
1: right. So with that all being off limits. How did they go back to to rebuild this park for Jurassic World? A, A, how did they go back, and B, how did the dinosaurs not fuck them up the whole time they were doing this reconstruction?
0: They, whoever, the Monserati, the the Indian dude who yeah, yeah, yeah. owned Jurassic World. Because I think still InGen, which is the genetics company, the, the, yep. the bad company. InGen, they, yeah. InGen, uh, they... Um, they still had the rights, as far as I know, and then Maserati Corporation took over for the Hammond Corporation, or whatever. Right,
1: engine. No engine was. And, yeah.
0: And then they just said, "Okay, we will rebuild it." And they, I mean, they don't need to show it, but like I assume they just went down, you know, uh, tranked all these dinos. Load them up on forklifts, put them in cages. I mean, they, they showed how they do that before.
1: It it just seemed like that they were so. Um, by that point, like, well, and maybe you know this. How much time takes place between, say, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World? Is it I think real it's time? Mo- it's modern. So, but so real time. It's, it's, so it's twenty years. fifteen. Yeah. So okay. So what is, Jurassic Park comes out in ninety three? I want to say. Yeah. So twenty-two years difference. Yeah, yeah. Figure, figure, conservatively, it takes five years to rebuild all of that. Let's just say, yeah. you know, I could. We're I'm nitpicking on numbers, so I'm not gonna right, get real, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah
0: so it'd be twenty.
1: The seventeen years. So it'd be seventeen years later, because if it's twenty-two yeah. when it when they're in stream, you know. So.
0: Right. Well, let's let's we just th- jump it from Jurassic Park three. Jurassic Park three came out in two thousand and one.
1: Okay, so even then, you're talking about 14 years, right?
0: Right. 14. So that's still, they have time for companies to buy out other companies. Well, not just that, but you right. have enough,
1: to the same point, you have enough time for the dinosaurs to run rampant on that island to the point that controlling them might be impossible. And that's kind of where one of my problems comes. Like, how were they able to, like, get it all back together without getting... Cause Anytime anyone seems to step foot on that island after Jurassic Park, after the first one, it's just a mad dash to not get eaten. Yeah.
0: So how did they... Because they brought in a fucking army.
1: Right, but how... Oh, I get okay. I mean...
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe there was a 3,000 Chris Pratt's and they just somehow trained all the dinosaurs to calm the fuck down. But you see my point, right? I mean... I I see your point. I have a bigger problem with how, like... Episode, uh, episode, <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> Park three. Oh uh, yeah, it's kind of accurate. Jurassic yeah. Park episode three, um, ends with fucking pterodons flying across, like migrating to fucking whatever the fuck. I'm, so I'm with you. Number with you. one, you got to wrangle those fuckers. No, they're gone.
1: If if, we're, if the timeline we just laid out is accurate... They're not
0: gone. People would find those things. Be like, oh, look at that giant-ass dinosaur flying with all his swans. Wait, but wait whatever. a minute.
1: That's my point, though. They're not limited. Unlike the T-Rex or, like, the bronchiosaurus or some of these land-driven animals or, like, raptors, for that matter. They're not limited. Mm-hmm. They could be in fucking North America by now. You know what I mean? Like, we just don't know. They don't. They're not limited I, to I those two gar- I
0: guarantee that if a pterodon or a pterodactyl or whatever the fuck they're called flew to America, someone shot it down.
1: Well, probably, but you get the point. I'm trying to say is like that. You know, the the big thing at the end of two or the end of Jurassic World two, at the end of Fallen Kingdom, is it's now Jurassic World because they've been released all released enough to just spread. You know, and yeah. there's that scene of them driving down what looks like the Pacific Coast Highway, which I'm not sure that it is, but with the pterodactyls flying off in the distance, you know, that's right. really the should be the end scene from three, or it's it's a mirror of that same, not a mirror, but a replica of.
0: It, yeah, it's. I'm I'm with you, man. It's. I will admit, when Fallen Kingdom ended, I'm like, this is when it gets really fucking interesting to see. A raptor, like, overlooking, like, a Vegas. It looked like Vegas or I something. Said, or, I thought
1: it was, like, Santa Monica. Like, I'm not even kidding. Or, like,
0: yeah. Or wherever. Wherever the fuck it is, is just overlooking these suburbs. And I'm like, that's when it gets fucking interesting. Or to see the giant Mosasaurus, the giant fucking, uh, the, the sea dinosaur thing. That's oh, like the, yeah, yeah. I forget its name, but yeah. And like, because they showed that in the trailer pretty heavily yep. where it's like this guy's surfing and also just see this giant, like, okay, that's, that's what makes it more interesting. Let's see fucking dinosaurs interact in LA or Philly or Oakland. I mean, dude, if I saw raptors in Oakland, I would fucking be like, all right, I'm out. I'm just fucking done.
1: Well, and that's kind of the thing though. Like the way they the way they set the end of that movie up is it almost made it sound like there's nowhere you can go where you're not gonna see something.
0: That's the point. That's the whole point is life uh finds a way.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, but he was shoehorned into that movie, by the way. Like there was oh, no need. Yeah,
0: for I'm glad it was just a glorified cameo, but like I, l- I love player.
1: Jeff Goldblum. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a fan of his, but like he was fucking terrible.
0: Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cashback match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. You coming to bed, hon?
1: Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light.
0: Ow! 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 Ah. Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie. I think I left the downstairs light on. P- Please don't make me go. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more.
1: In, <laughs>
0: in all
1: of them, to be honest with you, like and and he he was typical Goldblum. Like he like I hate to say it. Like there are certain actors, and I'm not trying to go off on a whole tangent here, but there are certain actors that have just like a, a type attached to them. Walking Goldblum, you know, like these guys just have like a. a, a, a a way of delivery that have become synonymous with them. You know,
0: there, you know, you know, the comedian Frank Caliendo.
1: Oh yeah. I love Caliendo. Yeah.
0: He does. He, he does this great impression of Jeff Goldblum where he says the best thing to do about a Goldblum impression is to start talking about one thing and then do a complete one hundred and eighty. Like, ah, oh, I love chili. Do- I love hot dogs. Hot dogs are great. Chili dogs are great. Uh, mustard, uh, uh relish and, uh, ketchup is good. And, uh, wait a minute. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. But <laughs> right. And, and and that's what he does. Is But look, the only reason why Ian Malcolm, the character, exists in Jurassic Park is because that is Michael Crichton. The okay. author of Jurassic Park, one, was like seven feet tall. No bullshit. Was oh, really? Wow. Stealth. Dude, like six foot nine or something ridiculous. I'm lucky really... enough. And he has since he has since passed away. Like yes. he died yeah. um, early. He was mi- young. If I he recall. was very young. Um, and his name is Michael Crichton. Yes, not I knew that. It, which I, knew I was that. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he always said it rhymes to frighten which is perfect.
1: Fifty-six.
0: Yeah, dude. That's no. Y- how I'm tall sorry.
1: Sixty-six. Sixty-six. Even
0: still, that's pretty fucking young.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah how yeah. tall was he?
0: Six-nine. All right, so yeah, 6'9", yeah. and died sixty six. Like, And I think I remember before Jurassic World like, was actually in s- severe development, when he passed away, there were discussions that maybe we shouldn't continue because that was sort of like, well, he just died. Should we even continue the legacy? It was, well,
1: I don't know when they started talking about it, but it came out seven years after he died, so I don't know.
0: They were trying to make one around circa 2007. Like, they were... Okay. I had heard, like, rumors that Keira Knightley was going to be in it and maybe play the daughter of Alan Grant or something, which is weird because he didn't have any kids or something.
1: Well, he could have... Yeah. I I also am not so sure I like the Laura Dern leaving him and going off and having a family. Like, because it seemed like by the end of one, he had warmed up to the idea of having kids and stuff. So maybe I missed something, but... <sighs>
0: Well, there's, there's a whole lot of shit because in the books, in the first two books, which are the only books, um, the character of Alan Grant is radically different. Not okay. radically, but like enough where it's like in the movie, he, is, he, is, he hates kids and then warms up to the kids, right? Right. In the book, he loves kids and like he's all about like, you know, he, he's very interested in Tim and Lex and their point of views and what they're blah, blah, blah. I don't know, you gave me a look.
1: Oh, no, it wasn't it you. I was reading about Michael Creighton and how he, cancer, cancer's what took him. That sucks. It's such Um, a fucking bitch
0: thing, cancer. Yeah, you big C cocksucker. Um, So he likes the kids, and and also the kids were flipped. Like, in the book, Tim is older and is also a computer geek. And, and then, really fascinated by dinosaurs.
1: And in this Lex, one, yeah.
0: Lex is younger and really only into sports. And it's just kind of a bratty little, little you know, 10-year-old girl.
1: So it's still a boy-girl. It's just age and thing flipped.
0: Okay. And the reason why is because the kid who played Tim um, auditioned for Hook. And ultimately, he was deemed too young. But Spielberg said, I guarantee I'm going to put you in a fucking movie and then he put him in Jurassic Park. Sure. And that's the kid who is also in Bohemian Rhapsody. The kid he, he in Bohemian He played Bo- the bassist.
1: Oh, no Hardy. shit.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: I, you know what? Yeah. I think you told me that when we talked about Bohemian, but I forgot, to be honest. And he
0: doesn't look the same. Like, his nose yeah. is just bigger. And I'm like, whoa, no.
1: holy but shit. He, he looks like the dude from Queen. Like, I don't want to get into they that all, whole discussion. They all did. They all yeah, fucking
0: so, looked like who they were supposed to be playing. It was awesome. Anyway, go ahead. So, uh, yeah, there are some liberties and I think um, the relationship between Grant and Sattler is uh, that she already has a boyfriend in the book. And they just sort of made them a couple, but then just sort of – I think Jurassic Park 3 was – they didn't want – I don't think Laura Dern wanted to be on the island or something or, and run from dinosaurs. She's like, I just got a cameo, but – the hell was that? I don't think Laura Dern wanted to run away from dinosaurs anymore. I think she, I don't know. I don't know why they kind of limited her romance with Grant. I think, I think maybe it was. I something thought they were so-
1: married. Honestly, like uh, maybe I misunderstood. But like when I saw her married to somebody else in three, I was like, wait a minute. I thought they were married. I knew they were together, no. so maybe it wasn't clear they, were, they weren't married, but I, I knew they were together because Goldblum tries to weasel his way in, and he ends up having that conversation with them in the truck when they're waiting for the power to come back on. You right.
0: Know? Um, I think what it was trying to show was that the Raptor, the experience of Jurassic Park traumatized them both so much that they even couldn't like, keep a right. relationship together. Yeah, but ultimately the best part is that they just were—they were still very close friends. Like out of all the people he called, he called her.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I think it was her husband's political power that ended up sending like the cavalry to get them, essentially. Right. So. (laughs) Um. Um. But back to
0: Goldblum. Isn't it weird that Goldblum is considered, especially in Jurassic Park, a sex symbol? Yeah, uh,
1: there's. Right around the time I think Fallen Cannon came out, there was a, a, a meme and thing going around of him on like this like couch type thing.
0: He's on the back of the truck. He's, he's on the back of the truck and his shirt is open and he's just like this pose, like
1: the gold bloom. Like, yeah, but they took that pose and I think they put it on a couch, like like a love seat type of thing, just for the statue and this meme. Right. Like, it, yeah. So.
0: And it's weird because like Goldblum was a very good looking guy and. But, like, he does have that uh, 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 bizarre way of talking. Like, it's it's weird. And, like, oh, there's running and there's uh, screaming. And what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> you sound like you are doing uh, an impression of Christopher Walken but sped up.
1: Yeah. I, I'd actually like to see a debate between Walken and uh, Goldblum. But – to be fair, I don't want it to be Walken and Goldblum. I want it to be like Frank Caliendo and Kevin Pollack.
0: You know, like... Right. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be so great. Um, wow, Orta, Uh No, no, let me tell you about this. It, it would just be the uh, whole audience just be like, get on with it. Yeah. Right. Hurry up. Make because... your fucking point. Order in the fucking court. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, 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 there's something about order. There's I want to make... Order. Make
1: clear though to anyone listening that like we're not saying we don't like Jeff Goldblum. Like I I do like him, and actually in the midst of catching up on the Jurassic Park movies, just because I needed like to cleanse the palate. Ironically enough, I watched Independence Day. (laughs) Because that happened to be
0: on. Must go faster. Must must go go faster. faster.
1: And I love him in that movie. Like, I think he's great in that movie. And I think he fits perfectly. And I, I think his character fits the story of the movie. Like, I, I don't want to get into an Independence Day discussion. Let's save that because I actually have an idea for that. So let's not, you know, get too deep into Independence Day. But I I like, you know, I, I do like him as an actor. And I know you're not the biggest Ragnarok fan. But I think his role as the um, supreme, was it supreme, supreme being? What was the title of the character's?
0: He's the oh, son of a bitch. Um, anyway, the
1: head of the trash planet world that he was on, like that, he he did that role perfectly. You know, like I think he was perfect for that role. I really do.
0: Well, in Independence Day, he's basically more or less playing the same character in the first Jurassic Park. Because Jurassic Park one and two, Malcolm is very different.
1: Oh, very differently, very different. Yeah, I agree. He's he's more tolerable in. Two and in Fallen Kingdom Than he is in
0: one You know there are these For all the Jurassic Park movies There's two actors that I feel Like they just put them in To give the trailer lines Can I, It's oh, Chris okay. Pratt yeah. It's Chris Pratt and Jeff Goldblum Because Jeff Goldblum is always Saying the witty shit And Chris Pratt's always saying the witty shit Like yeah. Jeff Goldblum is saying You know Mommy's very angry or, hang on, this could be bad, or whatever the fuck you see, you know. And then Chris Pratt's like, you know, you just went and made a would go went on create a dinosaur, probably not a good idea, or whatever the fuck you say.
1: Yeah, I, I can at least feel like I can explain his transformation from one to two, in that I feel like he, the experience on the island maybe is what. Um, like, humbled him a little bit because he was, like, a cocky fuck in the first one. And in the second was, one, yeah. he was a little more down-earth. I don't remember him having a... Like, how much time is supposed to have taken place between one and two? Do you know offhand? Four years. Okay. I couldn't remember. And I only asked because, like, I thought he was, like, single bachelor guy in the first one. And in the second one, he's got what looks to be, like, a 12-year-old
0: daughter. Well, in the thir- in the movie, he says, "Oh yeah, I got kids. I got three kids." Uh, oh, does know, he? I don't uh, remember. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alan Grant says, "Like, do you like kids?" Like, "Oh yeah, I I love kids. I I I have three of them, three three children." And uh, just, dude, just say yes. Hm. Fuck. don't drag it out. Oh, uh, I, I love having kids. I have three of them. And oh, wait a minute, uh, they don't love me. <laughs> That's what I'm expecting. <laughs> 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 um. Now, can I can I, without without sounding awful, Uh-oh. can I admit that when I saw Lost World Jurassic Park as a little kid, I was very confused why he had a black daughter?
1: Well, I mean, how old were you? Six. No, that's Seven? not. No, that's not. I could see at six why that would be confusing.
0: Yeah, but I. It's, it was also such a bizarre choice. But even like Vince Vaughn, for the for the record. It is weird to say that Vince Vaughn is in a Jurassic Park movie.
1: Yeah, no, there's a there's a couple of names that are weird to say they are in Jurassic Park movies. Do you want to go? Do you want to go through that list real quick? Because I can do it pretty quick off top of my head here. Go,
0: go for it. Go for it.
1: Sam Jackson's a weird name to see in a Jurassic yeah, Park film. Yeah. Although I liked his character, and and for once to see that the Black Eye was not the first one to die in a horror film, I kind of think that's a positive. He still died. He still died. But he wasn't the first one. Usually, they're the first one to go. I mean, so, hey, more power to him for that. Um, But, yeah. he was the first one killed by a raptor. All right. You're splitting the headers now. All right. But him, Uh, uh, uh. Vincent D'Onofrio, was another one?
0: That's not a random one, though. I mean. Would you expect eh. Vincent
1: D'Onofrio to be in a Jurassic
0: Park movie? I would expect him to be the role that he played. Oh 100%. yeah, no,
1: he, he, they, it was if good he played casting. a
0: computer, if he played a computer techie or something or like the, the Chris Pratt role, I'd be like, that's weird. But him being the government asshole, I'm like, yes.
1: Okay, that's fair. I got to give you that. Um, I'm trying to think of, I had another one and now I lost. Oh, William H. Macy. Another one.
0: That's a weird one. That is um, a really weird one.
1: tay Leone, if I'm saying that right, tay Leone. tay
0: yeah. Leone, yeah, yeah. That's another one. To be yeah. fair, not not no disrespect to Ta Leone. Like not everybody's like who what other Can like, you name three movies with Ta Leone?
1: I can name one besides yeah. this. Um and I think we're probably thinking the same one. What what is it? What who are you going? Spanglish. No. Then we're not thinking, really? yeah. What do you, you think of Bad Boys. She's in the first Bad Boys. She's oh, the main one. Oh, shit, woman. you're
0: right. I forgot yeah. about that fucking... Oh, she good though. that.
1: She was all right. Actually, I good. I really don't like... And I don't want to get into another sp- spinoff here, but I don't like the first Bad Boys. I love the second one.
0: I need to rewatch them. But uh, yeah, Anyways, look. I'll throw one better. Please. Michael Jeter. I don't even know who that is. He's Mr. Fucking Noodle. With Elmo. Yeah, He's in Jurassic Park 3. He's the guy, Udeski, the guy with the rifle. And like, oh. you know, if we get separated, I'm I'm going with you guys. Like, that, that's Mr. Noodle. Okay, that do dude, you, know,
1: you know where I know that guy from? Gray, Green no, Mile. No, I've never seen a Green Mile, remember? We Holy, talked about uh, that. uh, Patch Adams. Nope, never saw that either. All right, what random fucking movie? Sister Act 2, back in the habit. He plays one of the priests. Go
0: fuck yourself. <laughs> what? You are missing so much great Michael Jeter movies, dude. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, he's he's dead. Is he? Yeah, he died of AIDS. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a finite amount of Michael Jeter roles you gotta watch. Well,
1: that's like that. I mean, I'm not trying to get way off, but that's like Fredo from The Godfather. I think he's in like four John, films. John Gazelle, yeah. He's like four films, and then he died of like cancer or something, if I recall. Had- so
0: bone cancer i think
1: yeah like like but it, and in the 70s so like there was nothing he was just, it was just yeah
0: anyway yeah he um, Dog Day afternoon uh godfathers one and two and yeah, then something else G- deer hunter
1: okay yeah i mean like i knew he didn't have a huge career in in terms of number of films but the ones he were in were like heavy hitters so, oh, he's
0: fantastic in Dark Day Afternoon, dude.
1: I've never seen that either. So You really,
0: uh, need, to see what, you really need to see it.
1: I, I have a feeling if you ever came to visit or I came to visit you, our entire trip would be just like one gigantic movie marathon of, okay, you need to see this. You need to see this. No, need- no, no.
0: What it would be is you and me discussing, trying to watch a movie that'd be like, wait, you haven't seen this? Yeah, and there'd right. just be the argument of like, you haven't seen the Green Mile? Fuck. Like- you would go to the like
1: we'd end up going to the video room and you would just take like a whole shelf home with you. Like we're just Fuck watching. That I things.
0: would have them with me. I well, probably yeah. own most of the movies. i like, You ever see it that?
1: Was, Motherfuck. It was just meant for comedic purposes. Um mm. I, so going back to your point about Vince Vaughn though, like it's it is weird to say he's in a Jurassic Park movie and, and for me generally speaking, anytime I've seen Vince Vaughn in anything that wasn't a comedy, I haven't generally been impressed. Except for this movie, like I thought. he- <laughs> Time to take this submarine back up. Oh, uh, but it's tax
0: season up there, Captain. You know, all that stressing over taxes isn't necessary with Tax Act. How did you get April here? To remind you that with Tax Act, you're guaranteed your maximum refund while filing for less. Beats being submerged for another month, may eh, Captain. To your stations. We're headed home. Guess I should probably close that window I opened. What? Kidding. <laughs> tax Act. Switch to TaxAct today and start for free. See TaxAct.com for details.
1: He actually did a pretty good job in a non-comedic role.
0: And even then, he's still kind of the snarky dude.
1: Snarky, yes, but he's not, he's not like, he's not the he's guy not from Chris Dodgeball. Scott. He's not the guy from Dodgeball. He's not, right. you know, he, 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 the closest he's equivalent the I, swingers. He's close to that, yeah. He's close, to, close that. to that. He's kind of like He's as notched down from that character. Like he's like Yeah.
0: And that that's ultimately one of the role was Was, Spielberg saw him in Swingers, like, oh, I'm gonna put this kind of movie. Well
1: there you go. Which is kind of the point of swingers. That's why they made that movie, because they weren't getting roles.
0: So I think if I remember the story correctly, Vince Vaughn is in Lost World because when they made Swingers, they wanted to do a Jaws reference. And okay. they they sent the movie, the Spielberg, to get his approval for like this is where we want to put the Jaws reference, and Spielberg was like, "No, I don't give you permission, but I like Vince Vaughn. I'm going to put him in a movie." Hmm, interesting. Yeah, that's that's ultimately what happened. Meanwhile, fucking Jon Favreau, nothing.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, he's gone on to have his own success, you know, but not from Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. From Spielberg, not but from yeah, not I mean, from like. Spielberg. He's a director in his own right. Like, what has Vince Vaughn directed, comparatively, to?
0: I mean, I don't think he's.
1: Yeah, that's my point.
0: So traffic, I think in a <laughs> movie. So,
1: um, yeah. Who it, else? It, it, it just um, seemed. It just seemed odd, though.
0: What? What's her face? Um, Julianne Moore.
1: Yeah, another one. Like,
0: you get these weird, like, oh my god, they were in that. Like, right.
1: Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. Well, but yeah, but she at least is in two of them. You know what I mean? Like, these ones we're talking about, these one-offs, like, you don't, you know what I mean? Like, they don't show yeah. up again. They don't even get referenced again, I don't think.
0: Um, no, you're right. Like they Oh, really dude, just, we're missing the big one, Newman.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, first off, I'm not a Seinfeld fan. I think we've talked about I'm not, that. I'm not, I'm not either. Um, so the fact that he's What's like I, Wayne Knight. Yeah. I know him more from Space Jam than I do from Seinfeld.
0: Oh, that's a good pull I forgot that.
1: Because he's the um, annoying like assistant to Michael Jordan in that movie.
0: <laughs> I mean he, he's also in uh Basic Instincts, which is why he got the role for Jurassic Park. Okay, yeah, I've never seen that either. So uh he's also he's in Punisher Warzone. I
1: didn't see that. I saw the one with Thomas Jane, but I never saw Warzone.
0: He plays the gun supply uh the, they, the guy in, in the Punisher show. There's uh that dude who like su- like does all the surveillance for him and, and blah blah blah. Oh,
1: um oh. I wanna you know
0: what I'm talking we- about. I
1: want to say I want to say Weasel, but that's not it cuz Weasel's the guy from Deadpool.
0: Right. You, but I'll, you know what yeah, I'm talking
1: about. I know about. exactly who you're talking about. I'll look it up cuz I'm just going to bother so me. So
0: Wayne Wayne Knight plays that role in Warzone.
1: See that that bothers me only because I know, <laughs> just know.
0: A- anyways, uh, to be fair, Sam Neill was a weird choice to play Alan Grant. I mean, he—he's—he's he's one of my favorite parts and reasons for Jurassic Park, and yeah, and Jurassic Park. He really is one of the bigger, better reasons for watching Jurassic Park Three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Without question, sure. I mean, the the obvious first choice for Alan Grant was actually Harrison Ford.
1: Yeah, but didn't you tell me if Spielberg tries to shy away from using the same people over and over and over again? That's why he didn't want to... Lu- no, oh, Lucas. George Lucas did. Oh, okay, Lucas did. My Spielberg
0: bad. loves using the same people.
1: You're right, you're right. Expe- I got my people confused. Especially
0: in Little Clumps. He'll make like three movies with the same people and then move on.
1: Right. I, like, I got like, my
0: people confused. Wh- like, what's this fuck? Uh, the guy who was in... The guy who played the creator in... Um, Ready Player One. Mark Lance, the guy who played the invent, the creator of the game.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: He was in three consecutive Spielberg movies, like Ridge of Spies, R, uh, not R B G, the B F G, and then Ready Player One. So yeah, R B G is
1: Spielberg a uh, documentary. Ruth yeah, Bader yeah, 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 Ginsburg. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be impressed if he was in that one. To be honest with you. Yeah, um, he
0: played uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg so well, like. It was amazing.
1: <laughs> um, that character from Punisher, by the way, is Micro. That's the character. Micro. Yeah. I, I
0: kept thinking recon or something, but no. Hey, micro, no, you were.
1: Up. Yeah, I I was stuck between Weasel and Overwatch because of Arrow. Um, and we were way
0: off. We were we were thinking too big. We had to go small. We had to go yeah, micro. Micro.
1: Um, can we? You brought up Bryce Dallas Howard. That's I think that's how you say. It. I moved off the screen, but you brought her uh,
0: up. By the way, do you know why her middle name is Dallas? Uh, no. That's where she was conceived. Okay, well, there you go. More power so to her. So every time she says her name or every time she hears her name, that she's reminded that that's where her parents fucked to have her.
1: See, I would have just dropped that then when I went famous. Because you know how like, actors will change their name or, or drop parts of their name or whatever? That's what she should have done. But
0: admittedly, Bryce Dallas Howard sounds better than just Bryce Howard.
1: No, that's true. It's got a, like, a flow to it. Um, now, my biggest problem with her is nothing to do with her. So she had probably zero control over this
0: she's actually really good in the movie like she does she a great she does a great job
1: no she does absolutely in both of them to be fair
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: um she's probably she is probably the strength of the second one to be honest with you of the two Jurassic worlds I'd say she's probably, I
0: would 100 agree
1: um but in the first one, Having her running around in high heels the whole fucking movie. Bullshit. I'm not even a woman and I know that's bullshit. And I know women I've talked to were like that would have never happened. She would have ripped those things off or broke the heels off the and just ran in them as like flats. So
0: Now listen, I'm treading on weird ground here because like I tweeted at Colin Gavarro, Colin Trevorrow responded. And in his own mind, he said more or less, trying to do it verbatim and said, because I said, I work in the video room that you worked at. He said, yeah. if, if if it's the video room that I remember, then you all must have hated uh, Jurassic World. And then I had to double back and say, I love Jurassic World. But, that being said, having Bryce Dallas Howard outrun a T-Rex in heels is some fucking bull. I love how we're like, oh, Dinosaurs on screen. Made a fucking messed up dinosaur. Dinosaurs flying. Dinosaurs, dinosaurs, dinosaurs. Believable. Fucking out outrunning those dinosaurs the heat in high heels. Absolute dog shit. Dino <laughs> shit. That is that that is one giant piece of shit. That's what that is. <laughs> and I don't know if it's Colin. I don't I, I mean, look, I've also heard Because there is this, you know, women do get preyed on. They are, like, assaulted a lot. Men and women. Mostly women. I have read that there are women who like heels and dress in heels who have actually trained themselves to be able to sprint in heels in case they get attacked. It is a thing. But it's not something that character would do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's kind of, that's, yeah, that's exactly it. So.
0: You could argue it's the T-Rex in Jurassic World is the same T-Rex in the very first movie. That has been established. That is the first T-Rex, so which means it's older. It's twenty-two years older. It may have just slowed down a little bit, but this is also the T-Rex that chased after Jeff Goldblum and what's his fuck in the Jeep. It was like clocking what forty-five miles an hour. Yeah. And then fucking uh, Ron, uh, Ron Howard's uh, Texas you know, uh, child outran the cocksucker. I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. That was the only part. But that part led to the best part of that fucking movie. So I kind of like, oh, fuck this. But, oh, yeah, T-Rex, get that Indominus, son of a bitch.
1: Uh, well, yeah. yeah, Hey, listen, I pulled your Twitter up. Do you want me to read you the exact quote from the the conversation between you and Colin?
0: Or yeah, I mean, you don't don't you don't have to go through the whole other fucking extra bullshit I said.
1: No, 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 no. Um, You because you, you mentioned Jurassic World and that his brother came in with the story that you've told, where his brother came in and you didn't believe that it was his brother. Blah 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 blah. And then he, in
0: very small detail. Yeah, I didn't go to yeah, detail, but yeah.
1: No, but you mentioned it. And he said to you, if there isn't at least one employee who hates Jurassic World with a passion, it's not the video room that I remember. So, Right. So that's that's what it was.
0: Just to give him... To be fair, like, I mean, like, there's a reason why Jurassic World is number two and not number one on my list.
1: Well, yeah. Be, well, because here's the thing. And so, so Deb watched these off and on with me as I was going back through them. You know, she'd pop in the room, hang out for a little bit, leave, go do something else, come back, whatever. And she said to me, the one thing that I do have to agree 100% on was that, like, you know, for especially for Jurassic Park being, what, 25 years old at this point, I think, something to that effect, yep. 26 years old, the CGI holds up. It does not look like a 25-year-old CGI. It holds up really, really well. Yeah. Um... So, you know, that, that worked out well, and, and the T-Rex still looks good to this day.
0: T-Rex still looks flawless. Like, you're, you're absolutely right. The T-Rex in Jurassic Park 1 looks... It holds up compared to CGI that comes out. I 100% agree. The, the T-Rex in the first movie, the CGI holds up compared to modern-day CGI that we have. It almost yeah. looks better in a weird way
1: you you just beat me to it I think the T-Rex from the first Jurassic Park and subsequently now you know a lot of that behind the scenes stuff better than I ever will do you know did they use the same model did they basically just pull the graphic out of the the archives and throw it in because that dinosaur makes an appearance in Jurassic World so did they just pull yeah. it out of the archive and throw it in or did they rebuild do you know
0: um, I think well. Look, there's both animatronics and there's the CGI, and Literally, so.
1: Well, let me tell you why I'm asking, and then if you want to, because I feel like you're going to go longer than I need you to for my question, and if you want to get into it, I'd love to hear it. But okay, um, is to me that looked better than the Indominus Rex and the Indoraptor?
0: It really did. The Indominus. Well, first off, the only, from my understanding, the only animatronic that is in Jurassic World yeah, is that part where Owen and, uh, what is her The fucking, kids? Uh, Claire. No, no, oh, no, no. Okay. Uh, Chris Pratt and Dallas. Uh, I'm trying to fucking say the name. Owen and Claire are, they stumble upon that field of all the hadrosaurs or whatever, and, like, they realize that the Indominus... Is just killing for sport and not for food. Right, I remember that. Yeah, and they they have this kind of tearful, like they kind of are ne- like just l- being there for this dinosaur that's slowly dying, and that's an animatronic. Okay, everything else is CGI. To,
1: Look, really quick, just to be fair, I didn't when I was going through a recap of the movies. The only one that wasn't available to me was the first world. The first Jurassic World, so I didn't get to go back over that when I was recapping, so I'm a little okay. less versed on specific scenes. I I know the, but the overall one that story. glares
0: out is the fucking running in the heels. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> well, because
1: it's so fucking strange. Do you know what I mean? Like I hate to yeah. say it, but it's yeah.
0: Um, I I if I could compare it to let me let me let me say what scared me. Okay. Yeah. Dra- in, in the first Jurassic. Park, because Jurassic Park is, they're all kind of horror films without being horror films. You know
1: what agreed. I mean? Agreed.
0: 100%. A little um, too I mean, much for my the-
1: liking, honestly. And it's not because I don't like horror films. I just wish they would have explored the the more peaceful part of it a little more. Especially in the first one and in Jurassic World. Not saying you couldn't get to where you get, but I felt like it was too quick of a turn from like everything's happy to oh shit the sky's falling.
0: Well, that's the problem with Jurassic, with with see Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, those movies actually kind of just do a lot of debating of morals and right, you know, especially when Ian Malcolm is involved. He's just like ah uh, this is not okay. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, playing yeah. God. You're pl- you're you're doing this like a little kid that found his father's gun. Blah blah blah. There's all all those scenes of them debating. When I was a little kid, was boring as shit. Now, as an adult, you're like, this is fucking deep. This is they're they're debating whether this should be okay. And then the other sequels, including Lost World, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park 3, and Fallen Kingdom, are just monster movies. It's run, run, chase, chase, eat, eat. That's right. what those movies are. Right. There are those deepness. Even in Fallen Kingdom, there is their whole aspect of greed is heavily featured in that movie.
1: It's you featured got, in all of them. I mean, even Alan's assistant stealing the raptor's eggs from exactly. the third one.
0: Greed is is the... If the, the I, I actually read this uh, argument, which is the the dinosaurs are animals. All they're doing is hunting to survive and eat. They don't know where they are. They don't know what they are. All they know is, is that they're hungry and that looks good to eat. Then, the real villains are the greedy fucking you know companies. In-Gen is essentially the biggest villain of the franchise. Sure. The T-Rex is regarded as a villain, but ultimately redeems itself by saving the fucking day at the end of Jurassic Park 1 and at the end of Jurassic World. And uh, arguably Fallen Kingdom.
1: Oh, no. I don't think Fallen Kingdom at all.
0: Well, because it eats that fucking dude at the end. It eats that other British, like, weasley dude. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But originally, do you know what the ending for the original Jurassic Park was supposed to be? No. The raptor is the same location. It's in the fucking main entrance of Jurassic Park. The raptors are stalking the kids, and somehow they managed to, like, use the... Uh, skeletons of the T. Rex to just like impale the raptors and like crush the raptors. So they use the bone, the the bones of the rat of the Rex to kill the raptors. And then Spielberg was like, "I got a better idea. Let's just put the fucking T. Rex in the thing." Which is why it's such a surprise because a dinosaur that big stomping, they didn't hear. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, all new tonight on the CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. They're just so involved with the raptors and all of a sudden there's a giant other dinosaur in the room with them. Yeah, Because it was kind of a last minute decision. But Um, then it
1: does explain the cover of the book because the cover of the book is the skeleton of the T-Rex.
0: The cover of the book someone actually asked Michael Crichton like why did you pick a dinosaur for the cover for a dinosaur that's not in the Jurassic period. It would have been the Cretaceous period or whatever.
1: Well, that's just getting nitpicky, I think.
0: But, that's... And, and, but he said, I don't know. I just thought it looked cool. That's literally what Michael Crichton is like. It just looked cool.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think when you look, these aren't documentaries. You know what I mean? No. Like,
0: you know, so. And, and if we, if you're really being factual, every single dinosaur that would be in that movie would be covered in feathers.
1: Well, now, at the time the Jurassic Park came out, they didn't know that, honestly.
0: They had theorized. No, they did, because there was a whole theory that they they evolved into birds. That was right, Alan's but, whole thing.
1: No, because I remember reading an article not that right around the time Jurassic World came out, by maybe by coincidence or maybe on purpose, where they talk about how the portrayals of the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park were accurate because they weren't – yes, while well, they would have evolved into birds, at that point they wouldn't have had feathers yet. It was the thought process – at the time of Jurassic Park. And mm-hmm. since then, they've come to realize that they may have actually had feathers that far back. And so it's now a little off. Do you know what I mean? So,
0: But, but I'll even throw in even further. Fucking um, B.D. Wong, who plays... The Doctor, yeah. The, the, i yeah, get the, it. The, um, the, by the way, he's the only actor to come from both... Movies yep. from Jurassic yep. Park and Jurassic World. And would have been he nice to see
1: bridge. Alan show up in one of them, even in a cameo role, just like pop in. You know, dude,
0: I am still hoping they bring Sam Neill in for the third Jurassic World. I would fucking be ecstatic. Well,
1: for that. okay, and real quick, and by the way, he's not the only one in both worlds. Now that I think about it, who, um, the guy we've been talking about, uh, fucking Goldblum. He's in. Dr- I mean, it's a cameo, oh, but he's there. Yeah, he's not. Yes. In, you're right. BD, B.D. Wong has a a larger role in both series, but just from a appearing in both, it's it's also go bloom. You,
0: you are right, and I think I can, because I just blanked on the fact. No, that it's fine, work. man. Yeah. But um, there's a whole part in Jurassic World where he has an argument. With Mizrani, the 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 guy who yeah. now owns Jurassic World, yeah, the guy who should not have flown a fucking helicopter.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Like, that a, was- a, no, but a, a super billionaire who thought he'd taken enough lessons and could handle it, you know, thinking he could do it, kind of sounded realistic to me. Actually, do you know what mean? Like, I mean? Like, I, 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 I see your problem, but I also see why that works do you know look
0: he there had there has to have been a problem otherwise there's no story right you have to accept stupid characters doing stupid things right otherwise there's no tragedy if it's just everyone's smart and everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing do you have no story yeah so Yeah, yeah but there's an argument between the two of them where and it's a really great scene in jurassic world where he he's like why did you who approved you to make this Indominus Rex with all these things where it can change the teeth signatures. He said, you did. You told me bigger, scarier, cooler. You asked for more teeth. If we're being, if you, these are not dinosaurs. If you wanted dinosaurs, we'd have giant birds everywhere. You want monsters. Yeah, And that is really the crux of the whole franchise. It's not accuracy for accuracy's sake. It's how do we make the scariest fucking thing ever that in our own mind we know that looks like a dinosaur? A T Rex looks like a T Rex. Big giant fucking lizard with fucked up arms. That's what it is. Yeah. A Triceratops looks like a fucking rhino with a big ass problem. Like, we know what these dinosaurs look like, even though that's not what they would look like. So, for them to make these monsters essentially is is it was movie it's movie liberty but it also it it, it was the most look just to be fair seeing a giant raptor covered in feathers would look out of Weird. place but yeah, it, it, would, also yeah. Be, it would look out of place but it would also be fucking terrifying if you as the kids said in the jurassic park like that looks like a six-foot turkey i would run the fuck away from a six-foot turkey dude <laughs> yeah so would i um you
1: know, to your, to your point about your dad from earlier, though, about why he won't eat red meat, you know, I know this is going to sound like a weird segue, but to hear me out, like, yeah. I, I, you know what, it, I have a dog. I know you have Dino and, and now by proxy Sugar, you know, right? Um, and us having the dog has made me very much a, an animal lover. Not that I wasn't before, but I, my my level of love for animals has increased exponentially every, every day that we have her and seeing all those dinosaurs die on the original Island as it's exploding and them falling into the ocean and whatever was heartbreaking to me. Heartbreaking.
0: Can I, can I expand on that? Please. So look, love it or hate it. Fallen kingdom was a good popcorn movie, right?
1: Yes, there's definitely a popcorn movie, no no doubt about that.
0: I first off, I am more upset the fact that they fucking built a park on a fucking island with an active volcano to begin with.
1: Well, and that wasn't that's really clear stupidity.
0: until Fallen
1: Kingdom though. Am I correct about that? Like that's never mm-hmm. addressed before that point, am I right?
0: Never once have they ever said, Oh yeah, that bi- that giant thing, that's a volcano. They right, may have but- just not known but I would have imagined Hammond been like, let's double-check the entire island, make sure it's safe.
1: And they also say, though, and I think they try to talk their way out of it in Fallen Kingdom by saying that the volcano that was once um, classified as inactive has been changed to active or something to that effect. They say that.
0: Wouldn't it have been better to find another island that didn't have a fucking possible volcano?
1: No, I, I, I agree. But, I mean, to be fair... I mean, if, not to start a whole thing, um, but you know, Mount St. Helens out in Wyoming? Yeah. It's technically a dormant vol- volcano.
0: I don't know if anyone's moving into Pompeii anytime soon for that possibility that Vesuvius is going to blow up, but I don't People know. People
1: move, but listen, if, if Mount St. Helens goes off, you can kiss North America goodbye. That's how that, it's a super volcano. It's one of those volcanoes, it's that level that if that thing goes off, we're all dead. There's, and it's not maybe. It's just done.
0: <laughs> you know? Well North America. I mean it, No, you know.
1: it's it's the explosion will it'll it'll be an extinction level event. That's how intense that thing would be if it goes off. It would wipe well, out in, it would wipe out North America instantly, but the cloud would become extinction level for everyone else.
0: Well, maybe uh life will find a way.
1: Oh I'm sure. But no. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I didn't maybe, mean to get on the thing, but like like you can't, but it's it's been it's been classified as like e- either dormant or inactive for you know thousands of years at this point. But that doesn't mean it can't switch.
0: <laughs> so when Steph and I saw it, we saw it with Michael, we saw it with a coworker of his, and we're all into it. We're all like that. Was, I I did like Fallen Kingdom. It's definitely my least favorite, but it's got I I kind of dug the. Gothic mansion setting. Like, I, I mean, mm. the whole cloning of the fucking daughter, granddaughter thing. That was kind that was of it, worked, weird. it. Works with the story, but it was weird. It was. It was her. Her whole thing, like setting the dinosaurs free because because I'm alive, like them, like and yeah because
1: yeah, I mean it, it,
0: I get it because you're a clone and they're clones and genetics and shit. It would have made more argument. sense
1: it would have made more sense for Claire right is that the Bryce Dallas it would have made more sense for her to hit the button as the person who was trying to preserve the animals on the island at the beginning of the movie you know what I mean like but
0: so anyway. we, we got to the part where they get on the boat and the boat is the ship is taken off and then you hear and they turn and there's just that brachiosaurus. yeah like just doing the Hey guys, wait up! Where are you? Why? Hey, <laughs> and this is what's so fucked up. That is the Brachiosaurus from the very first movie.
1: Well, yeah, I was gonna say because that's a symbol. That's the first dinosaur you see in any of these movies is a Brachiosaurus.
0: And I had no idea, but they feature that fucking Brachiosaurus throughout the franchise.
1: Yeah, they absolutely, except for I think the Lost World. I don't think it's in the Lost World.
0: Maybe not the Lost... No, I'm uh, I'm not just talking about, like, this shows it. There's always a little thing. Oh, yeah. Like, in Jurassic World, the computer dude who played fucking Ben Parker... Uh, Peter B. Parker in Spider-Verse. Yeah. He... When he leaves Jurassic World, he picks up the Brachiosaurus little toy that he has lined up on his desk. Okay. And... So the fucking Brachiosaurus is like, hey, guys, what are you doing? And then it, the smoke engulfs it. Yeah. And then for a split second, it lifts its hind legs up, just like in the first Jurassic Park when it's reaching for the fucking leaves. Yeah. And that's that pose where they're Alan Grant and Ellie are fucking looking like, it's it's a dinosaur, and the thing lifts. I mean, that was, when you're a little kid, that's the first like movie magic, like, That's a dinosaur.
1: Dude, I'm almost 40, and I watched it the other day, and I was like, oh. The the first one, not not the death scene. I'm talking
0: about that first scene, but yeah. Right. So it takes the same pose, but then you realize it's doing that pose because there's lava on its feet, and it's trying to stand up to not be burned. Son of a bitch, dude. They just fucking said, oh, your favorite thing of your childhood? Fuck you. It's dead.
1: It's not even that though. It's also like I mean I agree. I'm not discrediting any. I'm 100% with you on all that. But also like the when they're when when Claire and the overly scared IT guy who was just, you know, crying the whole bloody fucking movie is um you know, they're in that the, what do they call them? The gyrospheres, I think. That that yeah. the ball. Yeah. And
0: sh- these... stuff pointed out they would be way dirtier. Oh probably. Yeah. They'd be That's... covered in shit and mud.
1: Yeah, I agree. No question there. Um but when they're sinking in the water and you see the dinosaurs <clears throat> like falling, you know, drowning next to them, trying to get off the cliff, just jumping to their deaths to avoid the, the lava. It was heartbreaking right. for me, dude. Like I got to be it's- honest with you. Like it was really I I look, we I don't want to get off topic for him, but I've actually considered going vegan. Like that's how much I'm like getting to a point where Because like, of that movie? Anim- no, just because of like my my love for animals and like n- the thought of like being killing animals for food is like starting to bother me a little bit <laughs> to be honest with you. Could
0: you could you go have you been vegetarian before? No,
1: I probably would start there, but yeah.
0: I would definitely start there before even just jumping. Your body would just go through a oh, shock. Oh, no,
1: no, no, I get that. I'm just saying, like, I've considered it. Like, I don't know if I'll ever do it because I do still love me a good hamburger. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but, like, but like, it is it, it is the conflict that is in my brain now when I eat food. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Yeah, I, I get it. Um, so...
0: And that, that would be the main reason for me. If I went vegan or vegetarian, it would not be because vegetables taste better. It's because I just don't want animals to die.
1: Yeah. You know, or I'd start eating, like, those impossible burgers. You know you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Those, like, genetically yeah, engineered yeah. hamburgers or whatever? So, um... Because it's, anyway. it's not
0: so much the chewing of the meat that we like, it's the flavor.
1: Yeah. And I don't need it to be real meat as long as it got the same flavor. So... Anyways, fuck. I eat chicken nuggets. I'm pretty sure that's not real chicken. So- <laughs> that's true. That's yeah, definitely so-
0: true.
1: <laughs> um. Anyway, that reminds me, dinosaurs used to look like chickens. Um. No, I don't know. I just wanted to link it back. Uh- <laughs> look, you're, these, you're- these these movies are good. Um. I, I like I said to you earlier. My biggest problem is when I come off the islands. Like I, I just it just becomes. Like the whole thing is unrealistic. Like I said, I mean, the fact that dinosaurs could be cloned—actually, that's not so unrealistic at this point. But you know, I keep it,
0: hearing reports of that. Like they just managed to, rec- like, they're—they could possibly bring back a Macedon.
1: Yeah, I, I saw that. I mean, and my I, argument is, did any of those fuckers see the movies? <laughs> well, can cons- you know, Macedon compared to a. T-Rex is huge difference, but yeah. No, it's not! A
0: Mastodon could... Fu- Look, an elephant can crush someone. What the fuck do you think a Mastodon could do? Yeah, but
1: they're not as aggressive. Like, I like. here's the thing. If you told me they were going to bring back Brachiosaurus, thumbs up. Go for it, because it's going to just eat a whole bunch of trees. You're going to bring back a T-Rex? No thank you.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> going you to know, our argument before about how like the T-Rex was sort of the hero... La- oh, in yeah. later films.
1: Yeah, especially in the first Jurassic World. Yeah.
0: They do the same thing with raptors. The raptors yeah. were oh. the scariest fucking thing yep. of the first two movies.
1: Yep. And I will tell you right now, when I thought Blue was going to die, my heart broke.
0: Right? Now we're <laughs> like, oh, Blue. You're-. Like, motherfucker, it's a raptor. <laughs> these fuckers terrorized us when we were children. They scared the f- they gave us that claustrophobic feeling yep. of watching these two kids be in a kitchen with two fucking rafters. Like and Spielberg is was. a fucking genius. Yeah. When it came to that. Yeah. Like that part where uh Tim like tr- is slipping his feet are slipping in the freezer? Yeah. That just adds to our Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're we're like we're not sure that this movie would not show a kid getting eaten. You know, at that yeah. the first viewing yeah. of Jurassic Park, you're like, All right, the lawyer's dead, they killed Samuel Jackson, they fucked up Ian Malcolm. Is anyone safe? And By then By the like, way,
1: speak, speaking of the joke we made about the, the the black guy dying in the horror film, you never actually see him get killed. You know he's dead. It's very obvious he's dead. I'm not questioning whether or not he's dead. But you don't see him get fucked up. Right. He just goes off camera, and then later on you see his arm. But that's it. You know, like...
0: To be... I don't... There's not that many other... There's very few black people in the Jurassic Park franchise. What, Italians? No, there's very few black people... Oh, I
1: thought you said my people. My fault. I misheard you. No, no. There's oh. very
0: few people. There's very few black people in the Jurassic Park for interest. Yeah, there's always w- one. There's like yeah. one in every movie.
1: I don't know if there's one in every movie. I think there's Sam Jackson. I think one. there's one in the first Jurassic World. And I think that's it. I don't think there are there's, any other ones.
0: There's a guy who is like Owen's buddy. Who's like speaking French throughout the whole thing.
1: I don't remember him. He-
0: he tells he's you how, Chris Pratt's like other trainer. He's the guy but, who played fucking. Oh, okay. Um, but like in Jurassic Park three, one of the mercenaries is black, and then but I'm trying to think if there's any any of them.
1: There's it, really not. No, you're right. Really, in
0: Jurassic Park two, I don't think.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, like maybe one of the, maybe one of the fucking dudes uh, look, that works for. I'm not for even NJ. trying to
1: get like stereotypical or racial or whatever, but like not even in fallen kingdom in the auction. Do you have some dude from Kenya, like bidding on dinosaurs? Like, I don't think there's one
0: there too. All all those fucking like, like emails I get for like someone who like a, like someone from Africa who's got $3 million and they want to wire their fucking money. <laughs> to me, they, just my, they just see my banking route number. Where the fuck are those? They should have been that boardroom thing.
1: Yeah. On a quick side note, I almost when when those first came around. So we're talking like ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I almost bought into that. It wasn't until they asked for my bank account number that I was like, or my bank information. that I was like, no, I'm out. Like I actually did because it wasn't the first thing. Like I think they've gotten to a point now where they you respond and they immediately ask you for your banking information. When they, when they first came out, there was a back and forth of like ten to fifteen emails before they asked for the banking information.
0: I've so. I've gotten into that I've had it was, I've had a couple, I've had a woman and I say quote unquote woman yeah, yeah, like, yeah I don't even you don't know who the fuck it is could be a six
1: hundred pound dude named Chuck in his mother's
0: basement <laughs> that's right um, I mostly get cam models emailing me what's that I, I mostly get cam models and they're always just like yeah like I I am always getting a new person out of me on Facebook I'm just like who the fuck are you and then I I like to mess with them <laughs> be like oh, sure, yeah, I'll totally, like, no, fuck you, and then i just waste their time.
1: Remind me to tell you something off-air about um, Potescue that kind of ties back to that. So, okay. Um, um,
0: I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Did you – you never read the books? No, I didn't read the books. Dude, the books are even darker. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, it's all, and generally and that's like,
1: the case, yeah.
0: But even, like, the characters are different. Like, Hammond in the movie is – Jovial, Scottish, no expense, like, real fucking, like, happy-go-lucky dude. In the book, not only does he die, but he's, he's sort of... Michael Crichton wrote him as, what if Walt Disney was evil? Ah, that's an interesting way to spin it. It's really, really interesting. Like, and Hammond dies in the book all fucked up. He's nice. sort of like, the, the crisis is over, Jurassic Park is blah, blah, blah. There's still dinosaurs around. And then he's walking, he's sort of taking a stroll a little bit in the woods. And the kids find this loudspeaker where they can mimic a, uh, a, a T-Rex roar. Oh, so no. he thinks it's the T-Rex near him, scares the shit out of him, and he falls on a hill and breaks his ankle. Oh. And then the compies, those little fucking lizard fucks, The little squeaky uh, ones.
1: You know what? I got to tell you, not to cut you off, but seeing them fuck up that one guy in the second one who was shocking all the dinosaurs, like with the zap stick, good for them. I was was cheering them on when they fucked that dude up. I'm telling you.
0: That's the dude from Fargo. And he's also the devil in Constantine.
1: I'd have to see Constantine again. I have it. It's been a while since I watched it, but I never saw Fargo.
0: His name is Peter Stormare
1: anyway but to your, you were telling the thing about the book so but.
0: that what happens to that guy is exactly what happens to the hammond mm. yeah also weirdly enough uh Malcolm Ian Malcolm dies in the book of Jurassic Park oh due to his injuries but he comes back from the second one they, the they said that he died yeah in the book mm. he dies for like a minute and then they but they like oh, like they, they even said like but in the first book he dies they I just mention, like... Yeah, they, well, they pulled the up. He yeah. said that there was very good doctors that brought him back to life. Um, I think mean, anything else, man. No, I think uh, that... I, 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 think I just want we... on a Jurassic Park kick, man. I'm glad we did this, because I was playing oh, yeah. fucking Lego Jurassic World. Oh, that's a thing I want to talk about. Sure. As much as I like Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and all of them and blah, 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 the, my biggest pet peeve that I have... Are the posters, the posters for the poster for Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom, totally looks like a different fucking franchise than the first three posters for Jurassic well, Park I One, think Two, that's and Three.
1: the idea, uh, but I fucking hate
0: that. It looks like a. It looks just like, hey, look, you like dinosaurs? Fuck dinosaurs. We had Chris Pratt. Well, like I love the simplicity of the first three movies. Well, Avengers, the Jurassic.
1: The ones I'm looking at on IMDb, they're all the that basic icon that you're used
0: to seeing. Right. And that's great. That's all you need. Well, that's Anyone what who like, looks at that poster is going to be like, hmm, I wonder what this is about. But
1: that's what I'm saying. Even the Jurassic World ones, the posters that they're showing on IMDb, at least, are are that, that image. It's not... Well, no, okay, yeah, the ones got... Pratt on the bike it's still got the logo but it's down to the bottom a little bit
0: it's yeah. it's got the logo but it shows chris pratt on a motorcycle with rafters, yeah. which is a fucking ridiculous scene in the movie it works really well but that's my point is they just slapped him on and i'm not i'm not blaming Colin Trevorrow. i'm not blaming chris pratt no, that's I'm not the marketing blaming. department that is yeah. all marketing my, i would have 100 preferred they because if you think of the first poster what is it? Black backdrop. Yep. yep. Red emblem, skeleton, Jurassic Park with the font we know, right? And outline in Perfect. yellow. Yeah. Outline in yellow. Then the second one is the same thing, but l- the the logo looks really kind of faded and shitty and cracked, like it's been out in the wild and it, it you know it's it's old. The third one, they use the Spinosaurus logo. It's yep. a Spinosaurus skeleton. You have the t- shadow of the Pterodon in the background, or kind oh, of more, overlapping
1: it. Yeah, it's more of the foreground, but yeah.
0: Right, foreground. And then the three is a f- slash of the Roman numeral three, a bunch Which of claws of the thing. I thought it was a good, good pull. It's a good, it, it fits with the template of the poster, but it, they tweaked it. At, but what they should have done for Jurassic World is have the Indominus skeleton, or yeah. have a raptor skeleton. No, no Chris Pratt, A Donovan, no motorcycle.
1: Yeah, Adonamin for the first one and the Endorather for the second one.
0: Or even just have it be Jurassic World and have the, have the T-Rex skeleton, but instead of it being yellow or red, have it be blue. Because yes. in Jurassic World, it's blue. Jurassic Park, it's red, right? Yeah,
1: that's fine.
0: But Fallen Kingdom falls in that fucking fucked up thing too, where it shows... The volcano erupting and all these dinosaurs running and it shows Chris Pratt mid run and fucking Bryce Dallas Howard mid run with them fleeing. Yeah, like, but
1: that's fuck no, dude. Like that's the marketing department. That's what that is.
0: Um, and I'm saying you, you, you know, it sucks. My,
1: if I'm gonna nitpick one quick thing uh, since you did yours with the poster, I'll do my one and then we'll, I think we'll, will bid adieu to the islands of Jurassic World and Park. But is um. When, because the T Rex, as we've talked about from the first one, reappears in Jurassic World, World, and I think even in the second one, I think it makes an appearance in Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, I think that's well, the one the same- they take the the blood from in the right. transition. But it's it's not as in- impactful as it is in the first Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. The roar from it, its appearances in the first trilogy, if you will is consistent. They didn't use the same roar. It's actually a different if you hear it tonally, it's different. And I in, guess they're in world. Okay. From you know, now I guess you the argument could be made that it's 20 years older and maybe it's gravelier or whatever, but I I would have liked for that consistency. I don't think it would have been that too far off to use the same one. But I mean I'm not getting, you know, but you get nitpicky about the poster, I'm going to get nitpicky about the T-Rex roar. So
0: Well, it sounds I mean, what I liked was it didn't sound like the Indominus. The Indominus had a fucking. Oh yeah, no, voice it,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you there, and so did the Adon- so did the Indoraptor in those in Fallen Kingdom. So it had its own ind- the voice or um distinct voice. So yeah, I can't. Yeah.
0: That was one of my criticisms about Indoraptor. It was that, as scary as it looked, it looked like a terrifying dinosaur. It looked like a big raptor. It was yeah. more like a raptor than the Indominus in Rex, even though yeah. that thing's part raptor, which is another fucking trailer line that Chris Pratt fucking throws him. Um, that part where it fucking eats Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, oh, shit, great, big, fat dinosaur. Like,
1: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, I think so. Yeah. Uh,
0: the guy who's from Sons of Lambs is Buffalo Bill. Plays the dude who tries to rip the tooth out of the Indoraptor when he thinks it's trained.
1: Oh, oh! I didn't realize that was him. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but you were um, going to make a point.
0: It it looks like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon.
1: Like the, di- the, the, tail the Indoraptor kind Raptor of, itself? Yeah. In, it, the
0: Indoraptor. Even though it's a practical effect, that that's an animatronic. Sure. Uh, it waves his tail, and he kind of looks. The tail's back down and you see a close-up of the, of the Indo-Raptor's face, yeah. it has a smirk. Like a grin.
1: Yeah, I like noticed. a grin. You're like, oh,
0: I'm gonna get this fucker. Like, all it was missing was Looney Tunes' music. Like, mm, like, a little melody, kind of like like Looney Tunes or, or Tom and Jerry or some shit. Yeah. And but speaking of which, one of the biggest things we forgot to talk about, the music. Dude. Oh, yeah. I mean... Well that's just John no. Williams for you. That's That's John Williams but like this the Jurassic Park theme, everyone knows it.
1: It's it's yeah. as iconic yeah. as yeah, it's as iconic as some of his other stuff like Star Wars and cuz I think he did Star Wars, didn't he? Or no, that Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's it's he's he's got iconic music and
0: and It's it's Indiana Jones, it's, Dra- yep. it's Jurassic Park. It's it's Star Wars and even Harry Potter. Like, you know, that dude could just make iconic music. He, definitely. He's he's ninety years old. sits down and says, "All right, I want to make history today." <laughs> um, yeah, basically. But but I will give credit Michael Giacchino, who did the music for Jurassic World. Did a oh, great yeah. job.
1: Well, and and I would and and this is a discussion for another day. But he, I would argue, he's becoming this generation's John Williams.
0: I would agree. I I, I he is definitely if I could think of, like, another movie composer, I mean, he, because he did the music for uh, Rogue One. Yeah. He made a, yeah. he made a Star Wars s- music without, without being overly John Williams. This same one, thing, you know, the tinkling of the...
1: Same like, thing with, Star- with Spider-Man Homecoming without actually using, like, the traditional Spider-Man music, you know? So, yeah. We, we, we probably should do a... We should maybe do an episode. You know, as much as I love music, maybe we should do a composer episode sometime. We'll have to, you know...
0: You, you know... St- Steph's show told me and I think I listened to it like there's a soundtrack podcast thing that yes she um, told me
1: about it I think she reached out to them for us
0: but they didn't get back to her I, I don't I don't know if they got back to her but she like the guy no she he didn't uh, but the guy did a whole episode all about like the music of John two episodes of John Williams and specifically Jurassic Park yeah fuck it would have been like if we ever do a part two of this we'll just call it like Bring on. you know a walk in the world mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, anyways, man, uh, I think the best thing about these movies is we could talk about them for hours. But I know you need a, we need to wrap things up. You're hungry. I need a proper smoke apart from this fucking blue bullshit. Speaking <laughs> of blue.
1: You're right? So, um, yeah, I think I thank everybody for listening, as always. And um, stay away from islands. That's basically my advice.
0: And if you're going to walk through an island, make sure it's not 65 million years ago.
1: And don't wear heels.
0: Fucking heels.
1: CJ here with a few thank yous and to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. For pot askew, go to iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts on your iPhone and Google Play Music on your Android phone to listen to, subscribe, rate and comment on the show or the Listen Notes podcast search engine at www.listennotes.com. Go there, type in podeskew all one word, and you can stream us right there. If you want to agree with or yell at us directly, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at podeskew. Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. If you need to contact the show for promotional reasons, tweet Stephanie at PR. Check out Rico's YouTube channel, Rico's Rants, on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash Rico's Rants. Thank you to Dubbed in English for our opening theme music, 96 Reasons. They're no longer online, but you can contact me for a copy of the full song or the whole Plan 9 EP. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for our closing music, Theme Askew. You can find his music on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com slash samuel-lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time, and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. Uh,
0: now, eventually, you do plan to have dinosaurs on your on your dinosaur tour, right? Hello.